Hi, podcast. Hi. So there's not a guest. <laughs> I'm going to get oh, that out of the way right now. We are terrible, terrible liars. Yeah. <laughs> I we didn't even try for a guest this time. We were like, we could have a guest on 50 and then didn't do any of the oh, work yeah, to make wanted, it happen. We wanted Roxy and then I forgot the mic. So. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roxy is coming up. This is our third 10 without a guest. We're great at this. We're fucking bad at podcasting. And the scheduling is so weird. Yeah. Discord has made it easier. I honestly love it. Yeah. it's. I fucking love it. I need to get my, like, webcam situation set up so that we don't have to keep FaceTime. <laughs> we do just FaceTime and also have Discord open and are recording. No, yeah, we mute ourselves on FaceTime. Like, <laughs> little dummies. <laughs> But, like, one of the last episodes we recorded, we couldn't see each other, and I think you can hear it. Yeah. Like, it's awkward, but I don't know. On some of the other ones, you can't e- cannot even tell. Yeah. I got a new keyboard. I posted it in the Discord. <laughs> it's not a new keyboard, but it's just so cool. Keycaps. It's so pretty. Emily walked in right as I had stripped my keyboard bare. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. We cannot record yet because <laughs> my keyboard is naked. That did happen. I can't confirm. But it's so sexy. It's pink. It's pink. And got uh, Sakura trees. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. I spent literally a week deliberating on what keycaps to buy. <laughs> I was so nervous about the decision. I think they're perfect. It is the biggest decision of your life, so. Yeah. And I'm now worried that I've created a monster (laughs) because I want to just go buy more. (laughs) Change them every day of the week. Yeah. Like those, like, little kid underwears that have, like, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You have different keycaps that have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can tell based on my mood. Yeah. It's like a mood keycap. No, dude. Yeah, I walk in and it's red and I'm like, oh, I gotta leave. She's angry. (laughs) It's a bad day. (laughs) No, it's like that one episode of The Office where he's like, some of my information is coded in green, which is code for go ahead and don't talk about it. Most (laughs) colors mean don't say it. (laughs) Or the orange for orange, you glad you didn't bring it up. Most colors mean don't say it. I fucking love that. Was it on our Discord that someone mentioned my office figurines? Yeah. Yeah. It was. No, yeah, it's a problem, guys. But I did just start Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's great. it's great. I have not started Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think I'm about to cancel my Netflix subscription and get the Hulu one. Netflix <laughs> is dumb. Yeah. My mom still has them all, so I just piggyback. As you should. How are you? I'm good. I was trying to think of what I did this week. Yeah, we haven't seen each other since Monday. Monday. Yeah, I did yard work. <laughs> Tell them about your fucking body. My legs are very scratched up. They look like she was mauled by a bear. I had I went toe to toe with a thorn bush a lot of <laughs> times. Yeah, it literally looks like she was assaulted. Yeah, it's a lot of scratches, um, all over her too. Like, don't let her don't let her downplay this. No, there's big ass scratches. Oh, I was about to say I don't have them on my arm, but I do have a couple. literally on your arms too. Oh my god, this arm's good. Check oh, wow. One limb out of four. Fresh. That's a 25%. <laughs> you just failed. Mm, I was a good worker. <laughs> Got a lot done. 
<laughs> what cost? You can see where my boots were, too, because there's none lower than this. I was wearing boots. And um, shorts? Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> I risked it. It was my own fault, my own downbringing. My knees are better from, I think we talked about it on the podcast on the last week. If we didn't, they were been at the end. badly scraped, <laughs> but they're, they're healing. Um, yeah, for some reason, this spring break, I've destroyed my legs, uh, for whatever reason. Did y'all end up going to the skate park after our last one? No, because it was getting dark, yeah. and we figured we'd wait, and then I didn't come back until today, and Adam's not here, so I might go, but Adam will not be able to go. No, yeah. Oh, uh, I'll probably just go back. I was going to say, why don't you tell them where Adam is? At a fishing camp. At a fishing camp. 12 beers in already. It is. What time is it? Um, It is currently Four. 5 o'clock. Yeah, 5. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. So I guess that's not too weird. He texted me at 10, though. 10 this morning. I was like, first beer in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's doing the fishing trip right. Yeah, that's what they're for, I guess. A fishing camp. No, yeah. Catching fish and getting intoxicated. No, yeah. Here, smile for a picture. <laughs> We're recording our 50th episode. Oh, yeah. That is a celebration. No, yeah. I'm also trying to take more pictures, just in general. Yeah. I take a lot of videos. I like, like to do that, especially after we went on this trip this summer. Mm-hmm. We talked about it because the podcast got, like, pushed back a little. Yeah. Or there was some we, we had to pre-record a lot. When I went out of town to Tennessee... Mm-hmm. And we took a lot of, like, little videos. And a lot of them were Snapchat videos that we just, like, saved to our phone. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends, uh, Lauren, I know I can say her name now. <laughs> Lauren made a video. We gotta have Lauren on the podcast at some point, too. Yeah. No, we've talked about her more than enough that the podcast knows who she is. Um, and... Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Uh, she made, like, strung the videos together and put them to music. Like, nice. a really good song. Some of, we like listen to it in the car mm-hmm. and stuff, like it was topical, <laughs> and um, and it like went to the music. She she worked really hard on it, and it's one of my favorite things ever. I go back like yeah. every month and just Post watch it, it somewhere. Yeah, we I, it might be on my Instagram. I know it's on hers. I didn't want to like take credit for it. This yeah. beautiful piece of artwork. Did I did I tell you I've gotten copyright striked on my Instagram? No, <laughs> I got copyright striked on my Instagram. For my very first post, which here, no, like, as soon as I show you, you'll get it. Um, and for those of you on the podcast who don't follow me on Instagram, I'm not going to tell you to because I definitely have a private Instagram. I might, <laughs> I might make it public. Who knows? I think mine is public because like nobody follows me. Oh my God. But I got the copyright so strike. By Panic at the Disco. It I hope we're not highlighted my fucking life. <laughs> Get a cease and desist on your first Instagram post. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. <laughs> Have you seen the guy who got like a cease and desist from Disney? Because he, he made his car look like Lightning McQueen. Um, <gasps> no, but and he, he got a cease and desist. Oh, and he makes like TikToks and stuff about it. And so he got something. And that's how you know Disney's he not framed a real it. one. He framed it. Okay. That's how you know Disney is not a real one. And he is. That's so funny to have legal paperwork from Disney. No, yeah. I would have invited like, him Stop. to the fucking parks and been like, bro, <laughs> drive that shit around. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> that's so cool. Does it have eyeballs? 
It it has the like the front. I don't think they move. They should. <laughs> fucking cop out. <laughs> you remember when we were obsessed with Mater and we fucking hated Mater and McQueen? <laughs> yeah. We were weird kids. <laughs> there was a shrine built. I wasn't gonna <laughs> tell them that. You have to go all in. <gasps> yeah, I guess. <laughs> we ha- we had a very problematic past. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We were the problem. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it before, but we used to play ninja on the trampoline, and that entailed me and Emily running at each other with full force and punching each other in the stomach. It it was for the kill. No, you literally, know? it was Naruto. We we played ninja. She was Naruto. I was Sasuke. We yeah. reenacted the scene to just the death with more violence. <laughs> we added extra hits. Just to beat each other up. We were fucking terrible. <laughs> we had the headbands on, though. Like, it was... <laughs> yeah, we were serious. It was a reenactment. <laughs> no, yeah. We were serious. Yeah. It builds character. <laughs> <laughs> nah, whenever Emily and I... We used to play pretend, like, all the four of us. Emily and I were always enemies. <laughs> I can't all- think of a franchise where we weren't brutal fucking enemies. We, saw- we like clarified which and like which set of enemies we were before and be like oh which character are you so i know no. which one i can be so i can beat you up specifically we were light and l i yeah. know that i think the only one is we were black star and death the kid and they like they were loosely on the same team but they yeah. also hated each other yeah it's, it was enough for us to beat each other up naruto still. and sasuke duh yeah obviously um what else what else i think the only ones where we were on the same team solix is- and Carcat yeah <laughs> that's so funny and and like it was a good mix with homestuck since yeah. there's so many we picked so many characters mm-hmm. and we found a way to always be enemies oh no yeah dave and rose <laughs> dave and Carcat, even <laughs> every fucking one of them oh my god i'm trying to think of i feel like there's a very big one i'm missing and there has to be what was other stuff we watched what the fuck there's no, like, Lucky Star, but... Oh, yeah, but that doesn't count. There's no enemies in that. If you have an imagination, there always is an enemy. I'm sure we were the enemies, No, I'm too. honestly positive we were. <laughs> um, no, we literally were. Wait, you were, um... I was the one with blue hair. I forgot her name. And I forgot I was, all of her I name. know mine was Kagamine, because that's why my fucking trash oh. email is the what it is. Yeah. But they hated each other because she was like uptight and then yours was like the cool relaxed video game one the gamer we (laughs) we secretly hate each other (laughs) so what this podcast is about over time we're slowly gonna discover our our true (laughs) hatred this is our villain origin story who were we in (laughs) monster high did they hate each other oh i don't know i was always cleo i liked cleo a lot and i liked draculaura Mm-hmm. I was, I liked Laguna. Yeah. Because she was a fish. But they were, like, besties. They all were, yeah. I think Did that was hard. the TikTok I sent Yes, the About new. the fucking, they're remaking the dolls, dude. The good, they're the good version. They're going back in stores. That's so fun. I watched a guy unbox them, and he, it's, like, to the T, the original dolls. Yeah, no, the boxes are the same Original stands, original diaries. Yeah, that's if you don't so think to, fun. I, if you do not think I'm about to go fucking batshit. Oh, I have to show you. I took a screen recording of the live, but and I it went on live before I could send it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was live on TikTok, and you've all seen where like the little animals. I forgot what they're called. The pet shops? No, no, no. Oh no, the the um, they're like felt. 
Oh my god, what are they called? I can't remember the name for the life of me. The not cozy. It's critters, isn't it? Critters. Calico critters. Calico. Calico critters. Them. And there's a bunch of drama on TikTok always where oh, they're no, like yeah. pushing each other out of windows. It was that, but done with Monster High dolls. And I thought it was only Monster High dolls. And they're sitting here arguing about like cheating on someone. It's like mean girl. Like they're they're cursing and stuff. It's not Monster High. Have you seen most popular but- girls in school? Oh, the dolls. Yeah, the Barbies. Yeah, that it's like that, but with the Monster High dolls. And they're all of a sudden they start talking about Alberto. And I was like, who are they going to like? Who's I don't remember Alberto, like anyone named Alberto in Monster High. And no, it pans over. And it's this plushie of Alberto from Luca. <laughs> and apparently one of them was cheating on Alberto or cheating on someone with Alberto. <laughs> it's the funniest no. thing ever because the camera, the phone just turns. And it's Alberto <laughs> just standing. No. I watched it for like 15 minutes. No, yeah. I'm sitting at the table eating dinner. Sometimes you get deep in those. No, I was I was there for it. And I was like, who is this? I don't remember Alberto. Because it was like 10 minutes. I had already been watching and they were just talking about him. I lost it. You could ask Adam. We were sitting there eating burgers at the table. And <laughs> it just pans over. <laughs> Plushy. No, y'all. We need to start talking about Monster High in the Discord. Because like I... I am still bitter to this day of, like, our stepmom, when she was still our stepmom, like, stepped in and, like, convinced me and my sister to donate all of our Monster High dolls. Our collection was massive. Y'all had so many. We had so many. We had every version of every character. My mom, hi mom, my mom goes fucking hard for dolls, yo. Like, we would go to school and we'd come back and she would have built an addition onto the house like she loved it just as much as we she would sew them clothes my mom is the coolest fucking person y'all and then we would she used to get really freaked out because like you know people play with toys differently Mm -hmm. i never like played with them i would just like pose them and then occasionally like move the poses (laughs) but my mom would come in and see like a doll like frozen halfway to opening the fridge and be like <laughs> what the fuck they're alive like, <laughs> they're, they're doing or like i'd make there. the dolls make their bed like i'd i'd pose them midway through doing something because i was crazy like, <laughs> yeah anyway we should probably start yeah <laughs> i'm leaving all this in <laughs> the rants yes the bullying i have a topic i'm glad that is what we do here on Shay Podcast. It is other. Ooh. And I accidentally fucked up. <laughs> What's that mean? I will swear on my life, I did not copy them on purpose. It was an accident. Oh, no. I knew that they, and that's why we drink, covered this for an anniversary episode. I thought they did it for episode 100. They did it for their birthday, which was episode, like, 50-something. So it's, like, kind of close. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, this would be such a fun topic for episode 50. Wasn't on purpose. (laughs) Was not on purpose. Will swear on my fucking life it was an accident. Anyway. I mean, like, episodes lining up might happen. I just feel weird because it was for an anniversary episode, and I also did it for an anniversary episode. I'm pretty sure it's like 52. 
So it's not the same. Didn't copy. End of story. I'm leaving that blowing my nose in. <laughs> uh, I'm getting over being sick. So mine is a, um, it's other. Okay. It's not a creepypasta. Okay. It's not an SCP. Okay. It's not folklore. Okay. It's more of a concept, and we have talked about it before. A concept? Is it like how I talk about the concept of superstition? Kind of. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of a superstition. It's kind of like, that's the vein. Not like the superstition vein, but like, but like how a broad that okay. could be. Um, hmm. What, what, what? It's super interesting. It's one of my favorite Is topics Is it something ever. like stairs in the woods? No. Or is that more of, like, folklore, I guess? It's one of my favorite topics ever, and I've told you about it before. Okay, is it the horror movie, like? No. The concept of horror movies, how they change? I would love change. to talk about fucking Pennywise, dude. <laughs> um, I don't remember. A concept. Lux That's such a broad in bed yesterday. Word. I don't remember what I did, but Lux tried to bite me, and I was <laughs> you like, You deserved it. Ow! And then Lux said, I am the eater of worlds, like Pennywise. <laughs> And I have never been more in love with them <laughs> in that moment. I was like, did you just quote Pennywise at me? <laughs> and then Lex was like, yeah. And I was like, Lex, I'm going to marry you one day. <laughs> Lex is the love of my life. That's so exciting. No, yeah, keep guessing. Okay, okay, a concept. How do I guess a concept? Is it like, okay, what what vein of ours? Is it a concept involving spooky things? Or a concept involving crime. So this is, it could be perceived as creepy, but it in itself is, like, not inherently creepy. Like, the com the concept of it isn't scary, it's just, like, sometimes it manifests itself in kind of freaky ways. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Like, very polarizing. A lot of people have opinions on whether or not this is even real. Huh. I don't even know where to start guessing. <laughs> do you need a blanket yes yes i like don't even know where to hmm. Hmm. hmm hmm i've told you some of these stories before okay stories i don't even it's so you got more hands do you have more hands no <laughs> You can give up at any time. Is it an easy thing? Is it totally just going over my head? Mm. What's something that's nice, but is creepy? Yeah, yeah. Lullabies. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun topic. You talk about like, why lullabies came from. Lullabies. Lullabies. Because <laughs> isn't, like, Ring Around the Rosie about the plague? The plague. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's also, it's funny that lullabies slowed down are some of the creepiest things to us. Oh, yeah. Why? I want to know. Anyway, yeah, what is it? Reincarnation. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I know, disclaimer, I know this is a very polarizing opinion. Like, mm -hmm. some people don't even believe this is real. That's completely fine. Um, this isn't about whether or not, like, reincarnation is real. It's more like some of these stories are legitimately just unexplainable. Creepy, yeah. And, like, some of these are being investigated by, like, science and shit because there's no way that this could be explained other than some weird shit yeah um really good at guessing i and it also it's been studied pretty extensively um as to whether it's not it's even real there's a lot of science involved um 
It can't be proven. It hasn't been proven. Um, but there are some things that science cannot explain. And it's super freaky deaky. And I would love to tell you about it. Please do. We did also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've told you a reincarnation story already. Yeah. In we- the, the ghosts solving their own murders episode. Oh, you meant on the podcast. I thought you meant, like, just chit-chatting. Um, I think I couldn't remember if I just typed it in my notes and then skipped over it or if I actually told you about the kid who was allegedly reincarnated and pointed the police to where his body was buried. I think we did talk about it. Okay. I didn't include it here because it was like, I'm pretty sure I've already talked about it. Um, But I digress. I digress. Let's cover some grounds, though. Okay. So, reincarnation is also sometimes called rebirth. Okay. Um, it's a philosophical and religious concept. It's not just religious and it's not just philosophical. It's both. Um, essentially, the idea is that the essence of human life um, cannot be destroyed with, like, biological death. Okay. So, when you biologically die, your essence is still alive and then it just hops into... A different one um like life is like a finite resource yeah um and religion is like a soul usually. yeah your soul moves it's a sister of resurrection resurrection's its own thing but the idea with resurrection is that like you can get the same soul to come back to the yeah the yeah. body um after death but most reincarnation stories the soul is immortal and the body is the thing that's, like, perishable. So often in reincarnation stories, the the soul goes from body to animal or infant. And that's usually the thing. Is it's usually fucking kids. Because <laughs> kids don't have souls. Oh, yeah. True. No facts. <laughs> Checks out. Those damn Frenchies. Um, <laughs> I hope we've explained that before on here. I think we have. What if we have it and they just think I hate French people? Because <laughs> I know we made the joke before. Ask us about it in the Discord if you <laughs> Ask don't. Ask us about the French people in the Discord. <laughs> um, but reincarnation is one of the central tenets of a lot of other religions around the world. It's really just the West that doesn't believe in some version of it. And now... That's interesting. No, yeah. And now more and more studies, like I saw one that was 33% of Western of the western hemisphere believes that reincarnation in some form is real but that's one third compared to other places around the world that it's just like commonly accepted um that's probably why it's so polarizing though because it's like yeah it depends on where you're from and what you're raised around but like indian religions um hinduism paganism that a lot of that is just kind of understood Um, it's really prevalent in other places around the world, and it didn't really get to the West until the 19th century. Late to the ball game. Yeah. But, so this guy, his name is Jim Tucker, okay? We're in present day now. He's one of the leading researchers of reincarnation and past life experiences in the world, and his, he is the one who, like, perpetuates a lot of, like, the, the scientific understanding. He has a lot of colleagues and stuff, but it's a, his name that's on a lot of the papers, on a lot of he's the articles. He's kind of pushing it. Yeah, he's the dude. And he inherited it from another dude 
um, whose name is, do, 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 I put it at the bottom. Oh my god. Ian Stevenson. Ian was the first guy. Um, Jim started working under Ian, and then when Ian retired, Jim inherited it. Yeah, it takes over. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's the guy who pops up on YouTube when you Google reincarnation. Oh, that's cool. It's an article, or it's a video with him, um, published on the YouTube page for the UVA, um, School of Medicine. Like, he's a science dude. A science man. A man of science. He works in the division of Perceptual Studies. Paris. Perceptual. Perceptual? Not Perceptible. Perceptual? No, it's perceptual. Oh, okay. It's perceptual. I thought you... I'm just illiterate and also sick, and I'm going to blame it on sick. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, perceptual studies. He is a child psychiatrist. And that leads me into my next point, which is that the common thing in science is that these evidences of reincarnation and past life experiences pop up in children. And it, like, goes away mm-hmm. in a lot of the stories. It goes away when between the ages of five and seven. But... It's like it can start as young as like six months, but a lot of the a lot of the average is around thirty five months, is when they'll start talking about their past life, because it's like they're old enough to talk but not old enough to understand. Mm-hmm. But he's a child psychiatrist, and his main th- research is documenting these past life in- experiences in children. He's published on this topic. Um, there's literally a section on his Wikipedia page called reincarnation because it's like his main thing um that's sick yeah so he he his thing is like it's children 35 months the stories are often detailed specific and there's a lot of emotional involvement um he developed a scale also called the strength of case scale he lays out four aspects of potential cases of reincarnation um the first is whether this one's fun. Whether it involves birthmarks or defects that align with the supposed life, which is really common. Hmm. That whole, like, your birthmark is where you died in a past life thing might be true. Um, two is the strength of the statements about the previous life, so the emotional involvement. Three, rele- relevant behaviors that relate to the past life. And four, um, evaluation of the possibility of a connection between the child and the supposed past life. It's like if it's your grandma or mm-hmm. something. That the one on that's always popular is like, remember when you were the baby and when, I was the mom? I've told you that one. Yeah. I didn't include it here, but it's my favorite one. I saw it on TikTok recently. Yeah. I also, before we get past it, the, the birthmark thing, someone was talking about it like, it doesn't have to be death. It has, it's just like any strong emotion. Yeah. So one of them was like, where you were kissed the most in your past uh-huh. life. If this love one. was the strong emotion. Yeah. A lot of it um, does relate to trauma, though. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, it's a lot of, and that's why often the past lives that are most remembered are the ones with, like, traumatic deaths. Like, I didn't include it here. Um, and that's why we drink, actually. I remember I listened to their episode of this. I can see it now. I was <laughs> on the bus at going to campus. 
it was two years ago on the bus going to campus and my jaw literally dropped at some of Christine's stories because it was Christine who covered it. Go listen to their episode. I didn't really re-listen to it before Mm -hmm. this one because I didn't want to accidentally steal some shit. I know we talked about some of the same stories because there's just like three really big ones. Yeah. Um, but she's the one, I think I've told you about the firefighter story before. I, it, maybe. A guy, it, it was one of the only cases that included an adult. I couldn't find it anywhere, but. Oh, I do remember talking about a case with an adult. He was like, he went to this battlefield and had like a really strong emotional reaction to it and didn't know why. And when they dug a little deeper they figured out that he looked just like the general or something and they started digging deeper and all like they found a picture of him and like some of the men from his battalion and they looked like the dudes that were on his like firefighting yeah they all looked really similar yeah um but i digress i didn't tell that story Mm -hmm. sorry um but yeah he thinks his motivations of like studying gym we're back to gym not the firefighter okay his motivations for studying reincarnation aren't really like religious he's not like trying to prove some shit he thinks it's quantum mechanics he's one of those dudes that's fun i i like quantum physics i don't okay what does it mean yeah i couldn't tell you i think i've tried to give a, a bare bones when we talked about um randonautica yeah you tried to explain quantum physics to me and i can't i can't explain it to myself i just enjoy watching those youtube videos no, that yes. like try to explain it to people who don't understand it quantum, and we all leave more confused than we started quantum shit is how i know i'm dumb you know <laughs> i think i'm pretty smart most of the time and then i humble myself like <laughs> putting on the quantum yeah. physics documentaries <laughs> um but yeah, his idea is that it's like memories and emotions can move like almost physically through like time and space. Yeah. And there's also doesn't the FNAF theories get into that? Absolutely they do. <laughs> Five nights at Freddy's bring some fucking quantum mechanics shit in. They just do though. No, they do. They're like agony is one of the strongest emotions and can move yeah. in ways we can't understand as three-dimensional beings i can't breathe what is that oh the the vicks vapor robe thingy they're the best thing that's ever happened to me i would get the patches sometimes when i was a little yeah you'd smell the patches and they had they would sell the little thing that was like a a tiny fan that you'd put the little stuff in the back and it would you put it like by your pillow and it would blow it at your face the it's whole night just menthol yeah <laughs> just throw it on accident now lutz and i are obsessed with these whenever we get sick because it's the only way we can sleep at night yeah i would just get the little containers because they sell it as like the the rub yeah we I mean, do that's the, why it's that's literally what's sitting right next to it yeah and i would i wouldn't even put it on anywhere to like like people put it on your wrist so when you sleep like this it's right there i would just leave the little container open next to my face all night that's probably dangerous uh you know i'm alive to tell the tale yeah at night using the inhaler version we put it on our chest and on on, on the bottom of your feet and then you put socks on i don't know why it works but it does yeah i wonder if you like 
absorb it Don't i don't know i would i would sometimes put it on my wrist because i sleep with my hands by my face mm-hmm. so if you put it on both your wrist and then sleep like this it's right there the whole night no yeah this shit this shit game changer reincarnation um but yeah he also says that 70 percent of cases of past life stories the deceased die from an unnatural cause and this he explains it like the more traumatic it's like the the survival of self is what he calls it um you're more likely to remember i think yeah the the less ends that are tied up yeah allows for stuff to and happen. according to him the date time between death and rebirth is on average 16 months between someone dying and then their rebirth but He's not the only dude who does this shit. There's a lot of other doctors, a lot of scientists who propose theories. Um, Ian Stevenson was the big dude before Jim. Um, He was famous for his work on it. He conducted 2,500 in-depth interviews with children and, like, encouraged them to remember their past lives. Um, He published 12 books. No, yeah. It's a hefty amount. He documented their statements and their testimonies. He interviewed family. Um, He also did his best to whoever they was talking about to find them. Like, oh. He, and that's why it was a big deal for him to, he found the deceased person. Mm -hmm. And it was a big deal when he could find a pair. Connect, yeah. Mm -hmm. A puzzle. Dude, that's gonna be so fun to like try to connect to this random story someone's telling that he also researched their birthmarks and the scars um to the point where some of in some of his published work he includes medical records and autopsies whoa because it is just there is a correlation have you ever seen adam's birthmark no in his hair no he has one that you know how like if you get a birthmark on your head Mm -hmm. or where your hair grows the hair will be white I did not know that. He has one right here. And you can see it because his head's buzzed right now. Yeah. It's harder to tell when he has the longer hair, but it grows completely white the whole way down. Damn. Like if you had your hair bleached. So when his hair was long, he had just like the white, one white strand. That's crazy. It's like when you get gray hair, but he's always had it. And it's like right here. So like <laughs> gunshot to the head. Nope. Um. But yeah, so... Along with his research, though, he also tried to, he was, like, trying to skeptic himself. Um, And some of them, he just couldn't. That's so fun. No, yeah. That's how I'm trying to be with Ghost. I need it to be to the point where I can not, not figure it out anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, But, yeah. So... He tried to out-skeptic himself, and it didn't fucking work, because some of these just can't be explained. Some of them are weird. Okay? Okay? Okay. I included, also, so I'm about to move on to the stories, but a little bit more background. But with these stories, I included, there's a few big ones that pop up because they're from Jim's research, and they're everywhere. Anywhere who talks about reincarnation talks about these same, like, three or four stories Specifically, there's one that pops up in every fucking article to the point I almost didn't include it out of spite. (laughs) Um, And then I had a bunch, there was a bunch of BuzzFeed articles and Reddit threads where people would post, like, just weird shit their kids said. 
about it. So I included some of those because they're TikTok fun. TikTok has some crazy ones. Yeah. Um, but typically kids start talking about their past lives around two or three years old and then stop by six or seven. Like eventually you just move on. But Jim explains that as like six or seven is typically the time we lose most of our childhood memories. Oh, yeah, where you kind of freshly... Yeah. But he, when Jim Tucker finds somebody, he starts by trying to assess if they're fraudulent. Not on purpose, but maybe their parents. So the first question he has to ask himself is if the parents are credible. Mm -hmm. And then the second is, is there any way that these kids could have picked up their memories from a TV show, other conversations, ordinary means... Um, when he rules out fraud, then his team interviews the parents, and then the kid, and then they try to find the actual deceased person. Okay. There's a step. Process. Um, close to three quarters of the case that, of cases that they investigate are quote-unquote solved, which means that they find the deceased person. But that's a great percentage. Yeah. <laughs> three quarters. 75%. <laughs> insane but they're usually able to identify the person that the kid is talking about yeah that's in, that's crazy yeah in addition 20 percent of the kids that uva case covers the uva cases um have naturally occurring birthmarks or impairments that match scars and injuries from the dead person insane 20 percent um one boy who recalled being shot possessed two birthmarks a large, ragged one over his left eye and a small, round one on the back of his head. Like how gunshot wounds An form? entrance and an exit wound. That's insane. Yeah. Literally, it matched. It matched the dead person. Ew. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to read you this thing because I, I was like, I was going to try and summarize it, but the way they wrote it was too good. Quote, the UVA team has gathered more than 2,500 documented cases of children from all over the world who have detailed memories of former lives, including that of a California toddler with a surprisingly good golf swing who, <laughs> who said he once had been the legendary athlete Bobby Jones, a Midwestern five-year-old who shared some of the memories and physical traits. Well, I'm fucked up. There was a comma, mm -hmm. and I breezed through it as if there wasn't. Legendary golf swing who said he had once been the legendary athlete, Bobby Jones, comma, a Midwestern five-year-old who shared some of the same memories and physical traits, including blindness in his left eye, a mark on his neck, and a limp, as one of his long-deceased brothers, a girl in India who woke up one day and began speaking fluently in a dialect that she had never heard before. Ugh. Those are always crazy. I've heard that before, where yeah. someone just woke up speaking a different language. The golf swing one, though? That's just funny. The That's toddler just funny. coming out the womb with the best golf swing. Yeah. But I've mentioned... Dead ass just coming out swinging. <laughs> Dead ass just coming out swinging. That's the name of this week's episode. Bam. Um... I didn't include the story because I'm pretty sure I talked about it already in a past episode. But a lot of articles also talked about, um, I, I'm, I know I did. I'm pretty sure I'm you did. I'm pretty sure I did. It was the little boy, his, he's from the Druze tribe, 
and they really believed in reincarnation to the point where when you're a child, they will bring you to the site of your past life. Um, they, they really, it's a part of their culture. Mm-hmm. And this kid woke up, he had a big ass birth, birthmark on his fucking head, and when it was his time to go, he, they went to a neighboring tribe to find out that his past self had been brutally murdered, and he took his elders, his tribe elders, to the house of the guy who murdered him. Oh, yeah, and they, like, wind up finding the axe and stuff. And the body. Yeah. Because the kid took him, and the guy was like, no, I didn't fucking kill him. And then the kid was like, okay, I can take you to where I'm buried. And then they go to we the grave. We did talk about They this. find a, a skeleton with a head wound that matched his birth scar and a fucking axe. That's insane. And then the guy confessed <laughs> and went to jail. Yeah, I do remember talking about this. That was, blew my mind. I loved yeah. thinking about it for days. That's one of the biggest stories included. Um, no, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I have some other stories. I am very excited to hear them. I do have to pee. I knew it. So bad. Go. <laughs> I'm back. No. Um, podcasts, so that you can place this in time currently i'm talking about dinosaurs in the discord <laughs> we're talking about the stardew valley dinosaurs yeah i like because apparently so a lot of people don't know that you can have those oh that was like number one reason i started playing yeah i was like i can have dinosaurs in the little chicken area dinosaur mayonnaise it's real <laughs> it is real it is real um yeah and void chicken game gets gets pretty weird right off the bat i don't know why people didn't expect the dinosaurs i'm currently hatching an ostrich in my barn <laughs> any day now <laughs> he's, he's ready yeah i'm not gonna get rabbits though i think they're pointless yeah i don't i've never messed with the rabbits they just give you wool which is the same thing the sheep give you like i don't need more wool i don't make that many clothes hmm. yeah i guess if you made a ton of stuff well, like, you can also sell it. Like, it's in our, it's a good, but, yeah. like, I mean, it's not worth as much as, like, the truffle oil. There's a mod that allows you to be a butcher. <laughs> oh, no. Um, But they made it, like, super appropriate. Because, like, there's options. Um, But what if it gives you a meat wand <laughs> to turn your animal into meat gently? <laughs> for the faint of heart me <laughs> anyway ron and kathy they have Hello. a son named sam ron one day is changing sam and sam says when i was your age i changed your diaper <laughs> that's terrifying his son is smiling like he he doesn't understand what he just said, and Ron thinks it's strange, but he moves on pretty fast. Yeah, I would too. Um, Get except us far away. That comments like that just kept coming though, and eventually Ron and Kathy are able to piece together this story that Sam believes he's Ron's father. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked how he came back. And Sam says, I just went whoosh and came out of the portal. What? <laughs> what portal, Sam? Which was weird because he's two and he's using a word like portal. 
Um, he'd also been speaking in full sentences since he was 18 months old. Ugh. Um, so they asked him more questions, including if he had any siblings, and he, he said he did have a sister, but she turned into a fish. And they were like, what? <laughs> Who turned her into a fish? Some bad guys. She died. Um, <sighs> weirdly enough, uh, Sam's grandfather, Ron's father, did have a sister who was murdered 60 years old earlier and was found floating in the San Francisco Bay. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. Ron and Kathy... She became a fish. <laughs> ...then asked Sam if he knew how he died, and Sam jerked back and slammed the top of his head as if in pain, um, which makes sense because one year before Sam was born, his grandfather died of a cerebral hemorrhage. Oh, <gasps> That's terrifying. I hate when they make sense. So I, I, what I did was I interspersed some of the longer stories with just short quotes that I wanted to read you. Because some of them are just, they speak for themselves. <laughs> quote. I need to blow my nose. What a strange quote. Yeah. <laughs> I died of a cerebral hemorrhage. I'm out of space coke. I'm out of fucking will to live. Oh my god. I Y'all, in the Discord, tell me if you like the new space coke. It just says space, space flavored on the bottle. Like, they don't list a flavor. It's just space flavored. What does it taste like? It's like, I don't know, it's it's sweet. It's almost minty. But, like, not in a bad way. Like, cherry coke or vanilla coke? Like, No, it's it- it's its own flavor. My mom's... Kind of describes it as like a cinnamon, cinnamon, mm. cinnamony, mint esque flavor. I don't know. I really like it. My mom does not. My dad really likes it. I don't really likes it. But we have like Adam's roommates don't like it. Hmm. It's like very. You either love it because I could get addicted to this if I had money. I could get crack addicted to this flavor. I really like it. Even this diet. My mom had a diet one, zero sugar one, and it's still good. Um, but like my mom took a sip and was like i'm not drinking any more of this um so you either love it or hate it and i need to i i'll make a <coughs> poll in the discord or something someone no, we remind be me because i love it and i don't know what flavor it is it's a pretty bottle too you know now i have to pee okay this quote oh the claps was it always doing that picking up the claps well no like picking up like you see how it's picking up my voice on mine yeah yeah was it always doing that i think so okay quote when my son was four we had driven past a cemetery he asked me if i remembered when he died and was buried i said no and asked him what he meant by saying that he said he had died was buried in a cemetery and that's when he started growing in my belly the hairs on the back of my neck stood up when he said that he doesn't remember it that's awful isn't it imagine if your kid asked you if they were if you remembered when they died <laughs> no you're alive you're bud. in the car um <laughs> we're going to mcdonald's yeah Another one. James, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Leaninger. 
was a four-year-old boy from Louisiana. Oh, hey. When he starts to remember his past life, he would have nightmares, dude. Nightmares that would wake him up screaming. So on May 1st, 2000, his mom comes in. And he is screaming, airplane crash, plane on, plane on fire, little man can't get out. Oh. And sh- he's struggling against his sheets. Like, he's screaming. And this nightmare is happening, like, four to five times a week. Oh, yeah. And it's that's just awful. on repeat. Andrea, his mom, asks who the little man in the plane is. And he says, it's me. Uh. Bruce, his father, asks who shot his plane down. And he said, the Japanese. Oh. He fought in World War II? Yeah. Um, so when they asked how he knew that they were Japanese, he said, the big red sun. Oh. (laughs) What a terrible time for that line. We were just talking about a plane crash. Okay. But yeah. Um, so his parents are, like, pulling him for information, and he, through some line of questioning, says that he had a a co-pilot in the plane with him named Jack Larson, um, and he also knows, like, weird information about planes. For instance, his mom, like, they had a toy plane, and his mom called the thing on the bottom a bomb, and James corrected her and like no mom it's a drop tank yeah uh. another time they were watching the history channel um a, the narrator called a japanese plane a zero and he insisted it was a tony and his dad actually literally like went and looked it up and he was right on both occasions not him correcting um, the history channel yeah james also said that in his old life he was also named james and he flew off of a ship called the the Natoma. Um, his parents do some digging and find there is a World War II carrier called the USS Natoma Bay. Um, it in its squadron was a pilot named James Hudson, who had a co-pilot named Jack Larson, who was killed over the Pacific. Oh, that's terrifying. No, yeah. He also had really weird names for his G.I. Joe dolls, including uh, Leon, Walter. Um, When they asked him why, he said that that was because those were who met him when he went to heaven. No, yeah. Um, So, Bruce gets a book on aircraft carriers um, that were in the Pacific. Um, James stops his dad on a a section about Iwo Jima. And says that's where his plane went down. Um, oh. His dad starts to do research and finds out that the Natoma was also involved in Iwo Jima. Like, it all lines up. Um, but Bruce is, like, a really devout Christian. So, it's, like, this is not something he wants to be happening. Um, oh, he's, like, looking it up out of fear. Almost, yeah. Um, but it was, like, how specific James was getting that, like, inspired him to do a lot of research on it. Um and he actually ends up going to, there's a, the Natoma Bay crew has reunions, and he actually went to one in 2002. Bruce did, mm-hmm. not James. 
And, I was about to say, James just walked in. No, yeah, he, he mm-hmm. learned, and he also learned that in total there were 18 pilots who went down in service, um, and that included James Hudson and Jack Larson. Um, James would also sign his name with a three at the end on a bunch of his artwork and stuff, and it was James Hudson Jr. A third? So now he's James number three. Because oh my James God. was his dad, then James Hudson, and now he was reborn as the third James. It's creepy that they just happened to have named him James. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um. So his mom actually gets, like, really desperate to try and, like, quell the nightmares, though. Because, like, cool, like, we know why this terrors. is happening, but he's waking up screaming. And she contacts a past-life therapist named Carol Bowman for help. And she told Andrea... Not to dismiss it, not to be like, oh, it was just a dream, blah, 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 because he literally is, like, reliving his own death over and over again. So she said, assure him that whatever happened was in another life and his new body was safe now. And that's what she did. And it's inevitably what quelled the night terrors a little bit was, like, that type of reassurance. That's cool. Yeah. What a cool profession. Yeah. Very niche. Some people, this story is one of the ones that's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's not the big story, but it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and skeptics have really tried to piece this one apart because they're like, well, maybe you played a World War II documentary in the background and then he started having nightmares. And they were like, we we weren't interested in that shit. Yeah. Um, and also to for, for a kid to remember names and types of planes yeah. from one documentary being on. So they tried to piece it apart and it did come out that James had been to a flight museum once and was super interested in the World War II planes in the flight museum. But so is everyone. But also, like, that doesn't mean that... You he, think he memorized the whole museum? And it also doesn't mean that... Like he might have been interested in them because he recognized them. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are also skeptical when the past life therapist got involved because they were worried that it was just encouraging him to too like, much. Yeah. But, like, in every source I saw, it was what stopped the nightmares, not what started them. Yeah. So, don't know how that works. But, yeah. James is everywhere. His story. Because he literally was given giving names was the crazy part and planes that that's what gets me because to know to be able to like just look at a plane and know what kind of plane it is Mm -hmm. is cool like i wish i knew the different kind of planes and i know i could learn it but a two-year-old yeah just knows that can he even read at this point he corrected the history channel bro yeah can this man read you can't be like oh he got a fact book and memorized it or yeah so he can probably read somewhat not enough. not a technical understanding though yeah so i have some more quotes okay okay so quote my five-year-old daughter said to me i was in your belly twice mama the first time i died before i came out but i came back don't tell me she did lose her first pregnancy uh eight months before she get got pregnant again she, her she never told her daughter that yeah that's her daughter terrifying. did not know that she miscarried and just like came out with that information that one is like surprisingly common is there's a lot of kids who say that they weren't ready yet 
was the other quote. If a kid looked at me and said I wasn't ready the first time. Uh, no, I'd leave. I'd pack up. No, yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. Literally. And that one's surprisingly common where kids are just like, you know, I was I was in your belly once before, but I wasn't ready yet. What? What? I'd kill myself. Repeat? I'd kill the kid. No, the other Again. kid who was like, do you remember when I died? <laughs> They're trying to trip you into like some <laughs> breakdown, be like getting gaslit, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> but imagine if your kid says that, I'd be like, Am I just driving around a ghost? Like, did I go crazy? Did this yeah. kid actually die? No, yeah. Yeah, I'd lose my mind. Um, another one. We were on a shopping trip when my daughter Lily turned to me. She pointed to one of the cars in the parking lot. She said, that car hit me. Excuse me? Obviously. She knew for certain that her four-year-old daughter had not been hit by any vehicles. <laughs> Um, that is the sort of thing a mom would remember. Yeah. I asked her what she meant. She said, before I lived with you and daddy, I lived with another mommy and daddy. Over the next hour or two, Lily spouts off other details about her death. She'd seen a red car. She remembered ambulances. Her feet hurt. With every new recollection, her mom just got, like, more and more freaked out. Uh, yeah. Um, appropriate response yeah was someone killed by that car don't know oh, but okay. just like lily gave her like weird details. amounts of facts. details yeah and that's not so a kid wouldn't just walk be like that car killed me no yeah she was describing ambulances like she remembered when she died awful um another one i used to watch my nephew when he was about three or four one day, he was at my house and pointed to a magnet of Arizona. It had a picture of the desert with two rock formations. Kid pointed at it and asked where it was. He said he used to live by red rocks like that with his first family. The first family all had straight, dark hair. His is blonde and curly. And he had a mom, a dad, and a brother. That is until he went too far into the desert too close to dark and got eaten by not dogs not wolves but smaller i said coyotes and he kind of mouthed the words and then said oh that's what you call them then he was sad and didn't want to talk about it anymore so he had lunch and that was the first and last time he ever mentioned it uh terrifying yeah terrifying not dogs not wolves but smaller <laughs> interesting way to put coyotes no yeah and then he like said the word and like got a feel for it was like oh no that's what they're called yeah i don't like and he like didn't he didn't know he was a kid that got eaten and didn't even know by what he's like oh that's i guess okay makes sense that's what it was and i hate that he sad yeah i hate that he like recognized it from a magnet mm-hmm and then he got sad. Yeah, and that's like the thing sad. that gets me. He got sad because he remembered his own fucking death. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, that's weird. His own death. Imagine remembering getting eaten. No, I don't think I will imagine remembering that. Okay. This one is the one. The big one. This is the one I almost did not include purely out of spite. Okay. It's everywhere. Okay. The first thing you Google when you Google reincarnation. 
everywhere. This story, big deal. Hate it. It's, it's relevant. It's crazy. It's topical. It's everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, easy mode. Oklahoma. Kid's name is Ryan. Okay. Okay. Hi, Ryan. He's four years old. He wakes up screaming at two in the morning. More night terrors. He'd cry to his mom to take him to the house he lived in before. He'd tell his mom that he was homesick. Ugh. No, yeah. Um, he, when he was five, he told his mom that he used to be somebody else. And he described, he'd talk about going home to Hollywood was his thing. Wait, yeah, I heard this. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> Little fucking Ryan. Um, <laughs> he'd talk about going home to Hollywood was the big thing. And he, he described meeting celebrities. He said he worked at a management company where people used to change their names um, he could huh. even remember the street he lived on and that it had a rock in it. I'll get to it. Um, he'd describe cars, pools, really lavish lifestyles in Hollywood. He'd repeat over and over, Mommy, I'm homesick. Mommy, I'm homesick. Mommy, I want to go home. From his bed. Ugh. Ugh. She'd try and comfort him, but, quote, he was like a little old man who couldn't remember all of the details of his life. He was so frustrated and so sad. No. He couldn't remember it all. But, like, he knew that he was missing something. Yeah, he could, he had just enough to know that there was more. Yeah, and he, like, she even said, though, that the stuff he did have was, like, weirdly detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decides she's going to go to the library and she's going to find books because she thinks that she can, like, soothe the homesickness a little bit Mm -hmm. um but it does the opposite it like really excites him yeah so like sit on the floor and she's he's in her lap and they're flipping through these books together and it's a lot of them and they find a book um that includes a scene it's like a still from a scene of the 1932 movie called night after night he stops her and starts shouting mama that guy's me that's the old me that's me Oh, no. It was an extra in the movie. <laughs> um, he s- starts naming the other people in the picture and is right. Um, so neither she nor her husband believe in reincarnation, but they go and find a book uh, from the library on it because they start to think that that's what's happening, and that's when they find out who Jim Tucker is, and they write him. They're like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> Explain that. Help. Um, and... Jim Tucker gets involved and they start doing research to try and find out who this random extra is and it turns out that he was an extra in the movie but he was a Hollywood agent named Marty Martin. Um, He'd worked at an agency where most of his clients were given stage names. Oh no he knew. And then he'd been on Broadway something else that Ryan had remembered most important, though, he lived at 825 North Roxbury Drive. With rock in it. He lived at it on a street with rock in it. Um, so Dr. Tucker interviews Ryan, and they are actually able to find Marty's daughter. <gasps> and Ryan gets to talk to her. Like, she confirms over 50 details of her dad's life, from work history to the location of his home. But get this. He knew things that she didn't, including no. that she, like, he was asked how many siblings 
he had, the old him had, and like how many how many times he'd been married, children, etc. Martin's own daughter didn't know that her dad had two sisters, but he did, and Ryan knew. And they found out? Yeah. Like No, he was right. Okay, I was gonna say that's interesting. No, but she, yeah, if they found out, that's crazy. That no, she didn't he, even know. He legit had two sisters and his daughter did not know that she had these like estranged aunts. Huh. But fucking Ryan did. I hate that. No, yeah. And that's why it's the big one. Because he got to talk to quote like his daughter. Yeah. No, yeah, it's crazy. That's so weird. Isn't it? Isn't it fucking badgeant? Also spilling tea. Oh yeah. <laughs> On himself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it. It's like amnesia. That's wild. Yeah. I think the mom described it well, like an old man. Yeah. It's an old soul trying to remember what happened, but can't quite. It's hazy. I can only imagine how frustrating that must be, though. Uh, I When you said with rock in it, I thought you meant like a rock in the road. Yeah. But no, that makes so much sense. The name had rock in it. Yeah. But another quote. Quote. My, at the time, five-year-old son, who is now 31, woke up one day and asked me, where's Banjo? When are we going to go look for him? I was shocked. Banjo was the name of our family dog, a bull terrier, that we had had on the farm when I was still a preteen. One day, there was a flash flood in our area, and my little brother was stuck in the middle of the raging Orange River on a rock. Banjo had jumped into the water to rescue my brother, but he got swept away by the current, and we never saw him again. My brother had to stay on that rock for a full 19 hours before the water was safe enough for a boat to cross to get him. My brother was distraught about our dog presumably having been killed by the flood, and only two years after that incident, my brother was killed while cycling when a speeding vehicle hit him from behind. I have never told my son about Banjo. There's no way he could have known that name. My son has been acting in ways that remind me of my deceased brother. They have the same favorite color. They like the same food. I can't help but think the soul of my brother migrated into my son somehow. Whoa. I hate recalling the dogs. Not Banjo. Not Banjo. Also terrifying. All of these instances are, imagine your kid walks up and said, where's Banjo? Remember when I died? (laughs) Yeah, awful. That's the worst one. Yeah, no, no, no. The remembered when I died really does get me. Do you remember when I died and you had to bury me? No, I don't. No, yeah. There's another famous story that pops up from some somewheres, um, where it's um, this family. Her husband was in military service, mm-hmm. and they named their child after one of his deceased. What do they call them? Not brother in arms, but co-workers <laughs> another soldier who yeah. had passed and one day like never told him about like he knew he was named after one of daddy's friends mm. but like they didn't know where whatever and one day they're visiting him on the fort and they drive past the cemetery where that person just so happens to be buried and their kids like that's where i am they're like what excuse me also first of all you got real lucky like naming your kid after that one yeah. And not, like, a different one. Um, but... I wonder like, if Nate... Because that's the second time a, a James wound up with a James, mm-hmm. and this guy wound up with this guy. I wonder if that, like, 
ups your chances like maybe it draws you, attention yeah if your your soul just migrates to the same name or some like you're honoring it that's weird yeah i don't like that the names keep lining up no yeah um it also it's a lot of like familial ties like grandmothers will become daughters and things like that like the 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 story that i told you with the i used to sing you that song when i was the mommy and you were the baby yeah hated it awful yeah but Jim Tucker does have some advice on what to do if your child starts to recall past life memories. Um, the first is that these memories on their own do not indicate mental illness. So it's like just because your child is talking about this shit doesn't necessarily mean they're mentally ill. Um, the majority of the kids studied are development, like developing at the same rate as their peers. Mm-hmm. They just have trauma. <laughs> yeah. Um, carried it over somehow the next is for parents to be open about what their child is saying without guiding them so don't like often parents should just listen um especially if the memories are really emotional Mm -hmm. avoid pointed questions because if a child feels pressured they may just lie Mm -hmm. um and then it'll be difficult to like separate what's the memory and what's the fantasy um parents are encouraged to write things down especially if it's about the deceased person details about them because it'll help identify them later but like the big thing is don't guide your child yeah like in the plane example don't be like did you drive this plane yeah because you might just be like yeah no but asking like who's the little man yeah i think how did you know it was the japanese who shot or who shot your plane down like even those are seem very pointed though but like well if he had already said my plane was shot down who shot who it did down? it yeah i think that's open-ended Where's enough your plane? little james no no yeah no yeah buzzfeed has some crazy shit i'm literally about to pull up the article hold on back pre pre-pandemic i was watching my friend's then three-year-old for her and he saw a big military ship and got this kind of faraway look and said I remember when my boat sank, there were so many sharks. I said, oh what? My God. He blinked and then said, what? And then started asking questions about the boat. I mentioned it to my friend and she said, yeah, he does that sometimes. <laughs> oh, you know, he just dissociates and talks about his past life. <laughs> my coworker has a son who, when he was about three, told her he used to go- grow rice and lived in a place where two rivers meet. He was able to name the rivers, and she located it on a map of East Asia. Pretty wild. Yeah, that's crazy. My father said that when my brother was three, he said something like, when I was older, I had a pretty girlfriend, and we died in a car. Uh, awful. (laughs) I'm glad he thought his girlfriend was pretty, though. My thing, though, (laughs) that gets me is, when I was older... Yeah, I don't like that they refer to it as the same timeline. Yeah. When I was older, in my old life, with my with the other mommy and daddy. Like it's the same like timeline to then to yeah. them. Um Ew. My little brother was born just after 9/11 when he was a toddler one time. He went on about how he used to work in a tall building and wore a suit and tie. Really freaked my parents out. Oh my god, yeah. I saw one story. I can't remember where. Um 
about a kid who remembered 9-11 and they started doing research to try and figure out who he was and um they showed him because he said he was a an african-american woman um and they showed him pictures of a bunch of people and he was able because like not all of not all of them were in the twin towers not all of them were the correct age not all of them were even african-american they were just women of color and he was able to pick out who he was and she was one of the women who jumped oh my and god he remembered that it's terrifying no crazy but he was able to pick it out from a lineup like yeah, could have been anyone and, and just so happened to pick an answer that worked literally that's crazy um 9 11 a big one i was born 10 days after 9 11 oh another important detail past life regression is not the same thing at all People who did those, like, past life regression therapies, not the same thing. What do you mean? I don't know what that is. Oh, so it's, like, it's, like, a thing on, like, like, there's, like, it's crazy. There are YouTube videos that you're supposed to listen to with, like, subliminal messaging that'll help you remember your past lives. You can go to, like, shaman and stuff, and they'll tell you who you were in a past life. Not the same thing as, like, past life memories and past life trauma. Yeah, I, yeah, if you're trying to, like, tap into it, you're, yeah, it's one of those things, you'll hear something if you're looking for it. Yeah. Um. These kids aren't looking for shit. The YouTube videos is a weird talk. We've talked about it before, where that's turned into such an awful thing online, where yeah. you, people try to sub- subliminally give themselves mental disorders and stuff. Yeah. A weird, a weird niche on YouTube right now. Yeah. I think that would, I don't like that people are trying to, they hear these resurrection stories and try to. If I ever have a child, though, and they don't start talking about this, I'm going to be really It's a waste, yeah. Maybe it's a waste of a kid. <laughs> gotta, gotta have one until you no, get yeah, a resurrection Lily, story. Lily's approaching the age. She might know. Gotta start asking her some questions. <laughs> um... My son once said, Mommy, when I was big and you were little, I remember when we danced in the kitchen. The only person I danced in the kitchen with as a child was my grandfather. Aww. My brother said when he was three or four, when I grow up, when I was a grown-up, another example of the timeline, when I was a grown-up, I went to war and I never came back. Oh, no. (laughs) I hate how vague some of them are. Yeah. Between the ages of, oh, wait, no, I don't want to read that one. The first time I died and then I came again. Mm. My daughter asked me, remember my fancy hat? And when I said no, she said, yeah, before I was dead. I used to work at a bank. I saved my money and I bought a hat in a round box. I was on the bus and a man almost sat on it. Then the bus crashed and I died. Awful. Awful. Yeah. 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 No. No, thank you. No, yeah, but people have some crazy fucking stories about their children. That's wild. Isn't it? But isn't it such a fun topic? Oh. And then it stopped recording for a second. Hello? Hmm. Hi. Okay, yeah. No, but isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah, I want to know someone who starts... Like, I want to know a little kid who starts talking about that kind of stuff. No, yeah. I feel like it'd just be a fun experience. 
Yeah, just to, like, hear their stories. No, yeah. Tell me about your plane crash. <laughs> Who's the little man in the plane? That that one's weird. It's me. Who shot down your plane? The Japanese. Yeah, what? Why do you know that word? Like, yeah, how? You're literally, like, three years old. How can you say Japanese? Yeah, I couldn't. I wasn't. Maybe I just wasn't smart, but I don't think I talked. No. Very much at all. I was just shy. I babbled. I'm going to ask my mom if I ever said anything creepy. Mom, did I ever say anything creepy? <laughs> mom, did I ever tell you about how I died? I'm going to get a text message that's been like, oh, bitch, you were the scariest kid ever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to turn out that you're the... My mom has all these stories of she would, like, go into another room or something, and then me or Melody would disappear, and she'd come back and we'd be, like, on top of the fridge. <laughs> There's a lot of stories. I was really good at scaling things <laughs> as a baby. And I got onto the fridge a couple of times. And when they'd be looking pie. for us, I would just be on the fridge. <laughs> looking for, like, cookies or we something. Were literal monkeys. <laughs> yeah, no, just... I would use my twin sister as, like, a accomplice and be like, I need you to push the chair. <laughs> and then hand me this and I'll get on the fridge and, like, pass the cookies down. And, yeah, there was an issue for a while because <laughs> I would just wind up on the fridge. <laughs> so dangerous yeah but kids are smart have you seen that um have that... you seen the dogs know like to pull out drawers and can get on counters like using the drawers as steps no i've seen like i my friend used to have a dog that could open a door yeah to let itself outside when it wanted to go outside i just i like when the dogs can figure out how to get where they want to go and like learn how to use tools yeah for what i was gonna say have you seen that show on netflix um about the toddlers running errands Mm -mm. like in japan i think um show has subtitles and i haven't watched it yet but i've seen all these clips on tiktok of the kids who are sent out to run errands like he goes to the grocery store he remembers like he he checks out he leaves that's he remembers that he forgot the curry and turns around and goes back to get it (laughs) and gets so frustrated that he (laughs) forgot the curry but like they're literal toddlers just doing errands I've seen the dogs that do that, where, like, they'll put dogs, uh, like, have this backpack, and they'll put money in the backpack, and, like, the shop owner will take the money out, and there's, like, a list in there, and they put the items in and send the dog off. That's crazy. It's, like, service animals, yeah. I would pay good money for that, <laughs> but we would not be able to do that here, not with all these busy fucking streets. Yeah. And on that note, would you like an intermission? Yeah. You want to say it? And intermission. Awful. What's your story? Yeah. Uh, Let me find my... I have a ghost. I think it's funny when you bring your iPad but use your phone. Yeah, I wrote this one on my phone, so it's like situated i I was watching the videos on my ipad it's a whole thing so this one's formatted for the phone screen have to keep it on the phone got a ghost i do i have a ghost story for today fun we got it all in because we we put a little crime in here oh yeah (laughs) this case fuck it (laughs) we got your other Mm -hmm. the johnny depp case and now a ghost that's all of our categories Anyway, a ghost in Kentucky. Very famous place. Is it Bob Mackey's? Yeah. 
Why did you just know that? Because I almost did Bob Mackey's for like one of my upcoming episodes. Oh, but you didn't. No, no, no. But did I, I was like, I had a feeling you were going to do it for 50. <laughs> it's weird. I really can't explain it because I was going to do it for um, my next episode for 51. I didn't and, know I was doing it until like Wednesday. Okay. So that's funny. That that's you extra just weird. New. Because I was like, I, I can't. I was like, I don't know why, but I have a feeling that Emily is going to do this for episode 50. That's so weird, because on Wednesday I was, like, just looking through stuff, and he's like, you know, I've always been interested. Let's see what this is about. I did not even have to get a hint for that. (sighs) That's going to be made into a TikTok. (sighs) That's creepy. I don't like that you just knew I was doing it for 50. No, yeah, I was like, it feels like... I didn't know that until maybe yesterday. Really? Like, Wednesday night, figured it out. I'm That's crazy. super behind on my research also, but... I picked... So, what I did was I knew that we had to record up to 57 before you leave, mm-hmm. so I lined up all the Google Docs in tabs and opened up another window on my screen and went through one by one, picked every topic, and then picked all my sources. Like, this is how I'm going to streamline my research. That's and smart. I, but I picked... The way I did it was, like, I picked my true crimes first, because those are the easiest, and then I picked all of my others... And then I picked my ghosts and I was like looking for a ghost story and I saw Bob Mackey's and I was like, that'd be a damn good episode. Like, I know it's so crazy. I know a lot of people talk about it. I've listened to podcasts on it before. I was like, but no, Emily's going to do that one. And I was I like, wait, it. what? I was like, Emily has never said something. I was like, no, but Emily is going to do that one for 50. And I was like, no, I, I don't know that, but I did know that. I hate that. I'm quitting. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Okay. Well. Yeah, Bobby Mackey's Music World. Yeah, in Kentucky. In Kentucky. All you had to say was the state. I'm really proud of that guess, yo. That was terrifying. <laughs> I'm I, The fact that I was right <laughs> stroking my ego a little what bit. What if I wasn't, though? <laughs> what if I didn't do Bob Mackey's for 50? What was your game plan? To not do Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Because I was going to do it full send. I was going to do it for 51. And I was like, I can't. She's going to cover that on 50. That's weird. I hate that. Anyway, it's a nightclub for those of you who don't know. Like a dance country club, pretty mm-hmm. much. I guess it's not a country club. It's it's a dance club that plays a lot of country. Yeah. Country club is a different thing. Means something else. Toddler with a great golf swing. Yeah. No. But they do lots of like line dances and country mm-hmm. music and have live performances from country artists mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it's a it's a popular place in Kentucky. You can say redneck redneck hillbilly yeah it's in the middle of nowhere Kentucky. yeah um it's also like creepy to it's on just like the side of a road somewhere it's mm-hmm. not like there's no building it looks like next a shack to it. from the outside yeah it's weird it's a big building but it just looks haunted <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah it's in wilder kentucky if you want to be a little bit more specific um and it's known as the most haunted club in the states mm-hmm. and often called I don't want to add a comment. <laughs> no, I hate that. Google Docs has been tripping me up recently with the add a comment Yeah, thing. and it keeps doing the scroll thing. Like, even when I'm typing, mm-hmm. it, like, just doesn't work well on the phone sometimes. No, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, one of the most haunted spaces in the country. The most haunted club in the country, if we want to get specific. Um, but, yeah, it it... It has some cool things. I did not know much about it. I had really? heard the name a ton and just didn't know the story. How much do you know? Uh, not a lot. Um, I think I've mentioned it before that I stopped listening to him. That's why we drink when we made our podcast. 
so I haven't really listened and listened to a true episode of theirs in like a year and a half mm-hmm. but M covered it okay um and I knew so I know that stuff and then I watched like a YouTube video or two on it like a while ago hmm so I know a little because okay. it's, it's supposedly I'm not gonna spoil it yeah, well, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before Bobby got his hands on it, the place was, uh, we're going to go through history like normal. I don't think I have to Bobby. preference that anymore. Yeah, I just call him Bobby half the time. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like that we call them by our, their first names almost exclusively. Yeah, I think it's fun. Um, we but know yeah, them. Bobby. It has a cool history. Um, and it, it's like, I think what you were about to say, it's known as a gateway to hell mm-hmm. in a lot of times. It's more than just haunted um and i think that's just fun yeah uh (laughs) there's a few of those in the world um and none of them are in vegas which is bullshit there has to be no and it's also in the percy jackson books it's the it's vegas there's an oh no that's the labyrinth there's an entrance in vegas and there's an entrance in hollywood yeah but isn't like the real gateway to hell in hollywood i think that's like behind the hollywood sign that's i thought that's why they had it in like percy jackson and stuff yeah but there's entrances to the labyrinth all over the world yeah did you see that percy jackson was casted no did you see that no oh my god he's true to age he's 12 no way yeah he was casted and there's a lot of rumors going around about who annabeth is gonna be it's it's getting kind of crazy because like the percy he's not black hair green eyes he's a redhead huh he's like a little ginger boy so they're like throwing out appearances completely which some people are really happy about and some people aren't there's rumors that annabeth is going to be black or a woman of color we don't know yet um there was some interview tapes leaked of sally of sally jackson Mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting um very excited very excited no that's that's good percy jackson twitter is coming back to life it's (laughs) insane it's incredible i'm so happy to live through a rebirth the renaissance the renaissance of percy fucking jackson i mean everything's getting moved the the i hope the avatar one gets fixed it won't that sucks that's why they left dude i know the writers left yeah um but hopefully we can get better their adaptations i hope we can get some some good like video game and book adaptations there's rumors that they're starting like an avatar cinematic universe where it's like we should get more content hopefully animated content about like past avatars and stuff that's fun anyway bobby mack before (laughs) him gateway to hell the the the, uh the history of the building is kind of interesting i talk more about it at the end as it comes up but it was a slaughterhouse Mm -hmm. in the uh like early 19th century 18th century um that's what it it the building was first made to be yeah was this slaughterhouse uh and then it gets shut down and becomes like a club pretty much right after that. Imagine, um, um it's closed for a, a little bit in between though. So Imagine there's being that guy that's like, I know you killed cows on this floor, but I want to dance here. The hoedown throwdown. <laughs> yeah, the honky tonks is what it's always <laughs> called. Um, but yeah, it kind of goes through a lot of hands and a lot of different styles. It wasn't always a country club. At one point, it was like a club for gambling. Oh, nice. uh, and stuff like that. It 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 has a really, f- I don't know. It goes through a lot of different things, but they're all like club ish, mm-hmm. nightclubs, club gambling clubs. Yeah, it, it from slaughterhouse to club, pretty much. And then there's a lot of different hands it goes through. Uh, but more on that later as they come up. How do we make that into a joke? 
What do you mean? From Slaughterhouse to Honky Tonk. That's the name of this one. I was about to say, there's the joke. <laughs> From Slaughterhouse to Hannah Montana. That's the name of this week's episode. I'm getting a bunch of them out now. I've been slacking this episode. Um, from, help me think of a rhyme. Rhyme with slaughter and club. <laughs> or like, we could do, um, oh, I was gonna say from butcher to kutcher. <laughs> That's the name of this week's episode. Um, quick, 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 quick. I'm sorry, I, I don't know what rhymes was. Help me think of something funny. Um, 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 <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> um, um, um. Uh, okay. I don't know what to call this episode. From, from, from hell to Bobby Mackey's music world. <laughs> You're not good at this. <laughs> And I need you to get better. Look, I can't. I Jokes have to come now. It's because I'm the art major. That's the, I'm the good with the wordplay. But I'm trying to, from, I, my brain wants to say from hell, from hell to high water. But that's literally like a say. Yeah. I need from hell to, from high hell ball. to howdy. From hell to high baller. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one, Emily. From hell to high baller. That's one of the names of this week's episode. And from hell to howdy is another one and that's like half of the list and discord you guys gotta come and clutch with this voting <laughs> i'm gonna give y'all like eight of them that'll be fun i like when there's a i'm lot gonna of do things. bracket style for this week's and it's oh, gonna yo, be we get a smash tournament you have to vote we get the like the top four it's a competition which one's better which one's better which one's better yes okay yo. so before we talk about ghost we're gonna talk about events That'll lead, lead to some of the haunting. Um, some of the stories are more grounded in reality than others. Uh, some of them seem to be a little bit more fantasy. Fun. But this first one is, this is real info. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know if, like, theory gets sprinkled in. Okay. Uh, but this first one, this is a big one. And it also has a weird disclaimer that I'll go through. Okay. Uh, but... There was a pregnant woman named Pearl Bryan, uh, and she was killed in 1896. Uh, So the slaughterhouse had kind of wrapped up at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was a vacant building. Uh, Pearl did not die in the building, though. Uh, uh, I thought she did. No, she did not die in Bobby Mackey's. Emily's teaching me shit. Uh, She actually died two and a half miles away in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Her corpse was found in a field by a 17-year-old farmhand, and she had no head. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I knew that, knew that part. No, uh, I was just about to say, she's about to tell me about Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. Uh, two dental students were found guilty for her murder. Mm-hmm. It was two of them, and their motive was uh, different things. This is where theory comes in. Some people say that one of them had an affair with her or that they were lovers and they had gotten her pregnant on accident. Um, was killing her for that. There was one that I read that they weren't dating and that they were, because they were in, like, dental medical school, they <laughs> tried to to f- do an abortion on her. I thought that was what happened. I had heard the other ones first, hmm. uh, but I wanted to put both of them in because they were both kind of equally all over the place um, and say that, like, something went wrong and they either cut her head off to, like, hide her identity or... I don't know, to kill her because she realized something was going wrong. 
uh, or they thought they had already killed her. There was a billion different things, but they kill her and cut her head off. Um, may have even cut her head off first. We will never know. Crazy. Uh, but she winds up in the field. Bad shit. No head. Uh, <laughs> there was also things saying that they had slipped cocaine. That mm. is true. They had given her cocaine, like, in her drink. Damn. To kind of, they were drugging her. Yeah. Uh, whatever they were doing, whether it was to have more of an affair with her or they drugged her to kill her. Yeah. We will never know that, but she did have cocaine in her system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they told police uh, that later, when they're caught, because they're caught, spoiler, <laughs> um, <laughs> they tell, uh, they kind of try to keep their innocence, but can't really, like it's them. <laughs> so at some point they say they threw the head in a river or the story kind of keeps changing. Mm-hmm. They throw it in a canal. They, like, drain the canal, and they look in the river. They cannot find the head, though. Damn. Uh, nothing was found in either of these plays. Uh, police at the time suspected that they had burned the head mm-hmm. in one of the, the school's furnaces mm. was their theory during the time. And whatever happened, her head was never found. Yeah. We have no idea what happened to it. Crazy. Um, How more, do you lose a head? Yeah. How'd they hide it that good? No, literally. They didn't even hide her body that good. No, I was about to say. They threw her body in the field. It's a, and a head is, like, a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, awkward. I mean, I guess an animal could have carried it away. No one ever talked about, like, it could have not been them. But they cut the head off, so that it seems like they yeah. disposed of it. Crazy. And they, at one point, said, we threw it in the river. So it definitely sounds like they're either lying about what they did with it or it got lost in the river. Yeah. Um... Her, this is just kind of interesting stuff. They were both hung in Newport, Kentucky, and they were the last people to be put to death like this in the area. Oh, interesting. Um, I know a lot about the death penalty. They, like, and part of the reason it was some of the last is they were both messed up. They didn't die instantly when they were hung. They, like, suffocated instead of having their necks broken. Crazy. Which, that's gruesome, but I thought that was weird that they were both botched. They were hung at the same time, and both of them were messed up. Hmm. Um, Podcast, do you want an episode on the death penalty? Because I know a lot about it for some reason. I watched the documentary. Yeah. Go for it. I might do that. Uh, They also had to organize. I thought this was crazy. They had to organize the hangings quickly Mm -hmm. because this case got, it was blown up. People, it was widespread. Interesting. And it's because it's weird. They found a headless body in a field. And she's also pregnant. Uh Uh-huh. And drugged with cocaine um sensationalized so it was a big thing and uh like people were very upset by it it kind of you know obviously it's very gruesome and it was just kind of like it it went all over it was all anyone was talking about super sensationalized they were actually like selling stuff selling merch which oh my god talked, i didn't know that we they, yeah it was super popular in the area that it, it people were fascinated they wanted to like go see where she was found so people Ew. were like making tours like they'll bring you to where they found the body it was super and we talked about that with the the murder belia mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a weird line it's but gross people were like they yeah they were like selling things to commemorate it almost or like memorialize her but it just turned into like money making schemes but anyway they had to organize these hangings super quickly because people were threatening to lynch the men themselves like they wanted to break into jail to find these men and kill them i love society sometimes though (laughs) there was actually a jailbreak of other people escaping the jail they were held in and they stayed they were so scared to leave 
because they knew people would just catch them and hang them anyway Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be like well they thought they were going to be put to death pretty quick and it turns out that their hangings were messed up anyway yeah but they were they stayed even though they had an escape yeah that happened while they were there and fully could have ran imagine being that scared yeah, and being no. like, no, I know that the second I walk out of this room... I'm just gonna be put to death anyway. I'm gonna get hung by a mob. Who, like, would do it hastily and mess it up. And then theirs got messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was it on purpose, though? That's an interesting take. Did you hear the knock on the wall right after you said that? Yeah, I did, but I was gonna pretend I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, we'll go into some more theory later, but many people think her ghost haunts the place even though she died not even like next to it mm-hmm. um but it gets really fun so i want to talk about it later uh, <laughs> another theory though is that um evolving it that her her murders were satanist mm-hmm. i do want to talk about that and that they cursed the area and so it just kind of like fell into the bubble of cursed area mm-hmm. and cursed everyone involved in the case so if someone involved in the case went here like brought the spirit mm-hmm. so that's sometimes pulled in uh, another big story seems to be more folklore than anything, but it's okay. all—it's said just as much as this one. They're kind of go hand in hand. Um, many people tried to like find info about this story, and some people said they have, but like I couldn't find it. And okay. other people have had the same issue where they couldn't find what they were talking about. Okay. Uh, so tried to find like public record of some of this stuff, and it just isn't there. Gotcha. And it could have still happened because of some of the parties involved. Right. But it's harder to know if any of this, what is true, what isn't true, if Mm -hmm. any of it's true, if any of it's false. It's hard to tell. Uh, Okay. Nothing's concrete. But I do take it with a grain of salt. It is a widespread story. I love that we both, whenever we're talking to the audience and not each other, we look at the computer. I do. No, we literally will, like, turn our whole bodies and be like, by the way, don't take this, like, (laughs) that's crazy. Anyway, sorry, continue. So, allegedly, there was a woman named Johanna, and she committed suicide using poison Mm -hmm. after her father murdered Robert Randall, who was a singer at the club that she was in love with. Gotcha. I know that's a lot of names, but... Daddy killed boyfriend. Yeah, daddy killed boyfriend, and she commits suicide in the club. Mm -hmm. It's like in the bathroom of the honky-tonk. And the howdy. There was also a theory that... not theory there's like allegedly she killed her dad poisoning him and herself in the club Mm. uh so different versions but ultimately she winds up dead um her father had allegedly hung the guy in the dressing room so some people talk about that there's a lot of lynching going on here yeah really weird amount of hanging but it was like standard at the time it was part of the death penalty um, so that's why the first two guys were hung, at least. Um, like I said, it's hard to find, like, records of these names, but uh-huh. there are theories that, uh, her dad was part of the mob, so could have had mm. some of this covered up. Gotcha. Another interesting thing is that Robert Randall, uh, you know, Robert, I- Bobby, is a nickname for Robert. Mm-hmm. And Bobby, uh... What, what Mackie? Mackie. Why? I totally blanked on that for a second. You almost said McNeil. Yeah. Bobby Mackie's Music World is what we're talking about. His full name is Robert Randall Mackie. So it's real. 
<laughs> so the other guy, some people think she haunts because it's a new Robert Randall that she's getting confused for her lover. No, so it's just real. Yeah. Uh, but it was also the same building. So even if it wasn't the same name, it's just she real. Can haunt. Yeah. We can just say that. So, but yeah. Both women allegedly haunt the building. More on that later. <laughs> Another big rumor is that when the building was a slaughterhouse, the owner was a sketchy guy and would dispose of anything that came through as long as people paid enough. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly disposed of more than a few bodies. Yikes. So, adds to the hauntedness and also gateway to hellness yeah. of this place. Very Mrs. Um, Love It. It's giving very much meat pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they just kind of got rid of what they were told to get rid of out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Mary Cornelixa, that'll do the trick, sir. Truth, sir, truth. I made Emily and Lux watch that movie with me not that long ago. It was great. Adam was there too, but having issues. Oh, you know, he was drunk. <laughs> he was upstairs drunk. <laughs> um, but we watched the, we watched it together. It was so great. It was, yeah, I enjoy it. So yeah, people also believe that when the building was vacant after the slaughterhouse closed, that people performed rituals in the basement, mm-hmm. like would just use the vacant area as their meeting spot, just because, again, it's just on this road. It's so sketchy. It's a shack yeah. <laughs> on the road, middle of nowhere. Um, then, like I said, it was made into a like club roadhouse by a man named Buck Brady. The club was taken over by the Chicago mob, though. Nice. And Brady committed suicide in the building after like losing it all to the mob. So again, adding like a spirit to the yeah. building. Um, Imagine your business is taken over by the mob. Yeah, no, it, it, it it's turned into, this is when it, it becomes more of like a gambling club mm-hmm. than anything. It, the mob use it as their... They're front for their mob, pretty much. Yeah. The, the mob operates out of this building for a while. Crazy. Uh, it does change hands a few times after. And at one point, its name is changed to the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> Not associated with the chain in any way, but same name. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that information, but I just think it's so funny that it was just the they Hard They violated the copyright. <laughs> They violated the trademark, and they were just like, no, yeah, we can call this it This is that. the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> like, no, dude, it, you can't. No association with the you chain. You can't do that. Yeah, no, we did, though. <laughs> no, but They're that's gonna, what it's what called. What are they going to do? Tell us to take down the sign? Yeah. Uh, anyway, during this, the, the place is plagued with lots of violence and still gambling. There is still, like, organized crime happening here. Uh, it could it might be a different mob <laughs> or a different gang, but... Uh, um, yeah, it's shut down after this in the 1970s because so much, uh, a lot was going on and it seems like operating out of this building mm-hmm. uh, and it was during a crackdown of organized crime in the area. So Which they, is such a shame. So they just go and shut it all down. No, the mob is so much more fun than like gangs. Yeah. Why can't, why does the crime have to be disorganized? Bring back organized crime. <laughs> That's the name of this week's episode. Bring back organized crime Bring 2022. Bring back organized crime. If I, you make me president, I will start the mob up. <laughs> and that, that's what we run on. I'll be your vice president. I'll, I'll, I'll be my own mob boss. I am Al Capone. <laughs> no, yeah. Specifically there, though, there was a, a, like a chain of shootings in the building. Uh, because it was organized crime, people were just. Okay, don't bring back that part. Just bring back the suits and the <laughs> cigars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, after these shootings, they kind of just shut the building down to solve the problem that way. 
Um, and after this, Bobby Mackey gets it a couple years later. I think mm. eight years later. Um, so, despite this being a hugely, like, worldwide known as a very haunted spot, some people are very split on if it's haunted at all. Silly. Some you know, some people call it the devil's gate and other people's call it like a, a poor attempt at money grabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem to like play it up in some instances. Some people hate that the tour is so expensive. Um, Bro, it's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> they, people kind of get butthurt, but some people also get mad that one of the biggest stories we don't even know if it's true mm-hmm. and some the other one not even having taken place in the building. Mm-hmm. Some people start like, picking that apart and saying like well what none of these stories even seem to like have happened here so why would this building even matter um but despite this it's been on every ghost show ever yeah <laughs> because it's haunted first of all but no, there's some <laughs> even if it's not like a true haunting there's some shit or if it's different stories there was an unknown amount of deaths in here because the mob worked in here and that. disposed of people here that there's a cell in the basement a makeshift no, yeah. prison cell where the mob kept people. Whether or not the first stories were true. Yeah. <laughs> not great things happened here. Uh, it's a house of trauma. So one staple of the club is that you can sometimes smell like a lady's flowery perfume, mm-hmm. which people were talking about like all over. And it seems to like no one started it, but we've all kind of come to the same conclusion that you start smelling this perfume kind of mm-hmm. thing, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, and People say they think it belonged to Johanna, okay. who's also rumored to be a mob boss's daughter. Mm. People have gone further and think that she was a real person, despite, like, very little evidence of it. Uh-huh. But, you know, the mob could have covered that up, is right. what a lot of people point out. Other have claimed to see, like, a sad young woman wandering around the club as an apparition. Mm. Again, could be Johanna. Johanna. Uh, others have claimed to see a headless woman wandering the halls of the kill club. Myself. Pearl. Um, <laughs> I would kill myself. Imagine ran, rounding the corner, and the first thing you see is, like, a headless woman. A headless woman. I, a headless pregnant woman. Yeah. She was five months pregnant when she died. So, so showing. Yeah. Imagine. Emily. I've never made you watch it. There's a scene where it's, like, the, one of the kids, one of the Losers Club is running into the basement, and he just figured out, like, there's some weird patterns going on, mm-hmm. and he's running into the basement, and one of the things he figured out was that 27 years earlier, they'd be, there'd been an accident at an egg hunt that blew up a bunch of kids, so he's, like, running down the halls and filing, filing, to find eggs, like, he sees eggs, and he turns around, and on the stairs you can see someone standing, and then they take a step down, and then they take another step down, and when they come below the doorway, you see that they don't have a head. Ooh. Um, great scene. Look it up on YouTube. But that's what I'm thinking about. That's gross. My favorite story of ghostly occurrence here comes from a man who was at the club, just like a patron. Okay. Buying club thing. You know, having a good time at the club. Uh, and he goes to the restroom. And in the restroom, according to him, a ghostly man in a cowboy hat mm-hmm. attacks him oh and he is is scratched up and like pretty banged up from this ghost so his response is to try and sue mackie huh. i would also try to sue uh bobby mackie i like didn't lose money but he like was now obligated to put up a sign and so there is a sign when you walk into bobby mackie's that says that the 
Some people believe that the place is filled with otherworldly spirits and that the establishment and management is not responsible for any damages caused by a ghost. And that's why we have waivers at haunted places. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it literally, and they, they, I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved video and it's just like above the, where you first walk in. Yeah. Like the doorway. It's so funny. It literally, it's not like a poster or something. It's an actual sign that's like, you We're know, responsible. we are not responsible for in, in injuries caused by ghosts. And they point, said. they point out like, obviously enough stuff had to go on yeah. for, for them to have to put a sign up, legally have to put up a sign so they don't get sued again. It had to be said. <laughs> um, the basement, of course, is hella haunted. Uh, you know, people claim that rituals happened here. We kind of have some proof that they did. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. There was a cult that was in the, the basement for a while. Uh, and this is also where people claim that the gate of hell exists. Mm-hmm. It's not the building itself. It's the basement. And a huge reason for this, not just because like rituals were held here, but the slaughterhouse drain is mm-hmm. down there where they threw things down or put blood or, you know just not great they they they, that that was the disposal and there is the theories that bodies were in that disposal yeah so the drain is still there you can just see like the hole yeah where things went down it's creepy um people claim that when they're in the room they feel a strange force pushing or pulling them towards the drain which i hated no yeah the visual of that just feeling like the need to go towards it. Literally the Babadook. Uh, mul- multiple different people, like different groups of people, have also claimed to have seen a large shadow, like, figure, but not of a person, more like creature. I guess almost rake-like. Ugh. That it's, like, s- crawling and said It's not a oh, slender man. Uh, but it has glowing eyes, mm-hmm. and it's seen only in the basement. Nope. I couldn't find pictures or anything, but there are a lot of, like, stories of people seeing it. I don't want to see um, it. I don't, I would rather not, I'm glad you didn't find pictures. Uh, like we've been saying, the building is creepy. It's on the side of the road, not by anything else. Middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Little shack. Yeah, it's a shack. Old building. It's been around forever. It's just creepy. Uh, now I'm going to get into some specific encounters. Fun. Uh gonna start with the buzzfeed unsolved video (laughs) i love it uh they are interviewing the current owner and she her her big story was that after a tour my thing just scrolled all the way to the top i figured as soon as you started scrolling back down i was like oh no after a tour though um she is like locking up and all of a sudden the windows and the doors and like the floor just start rattling Mm. and she like remembers having to go outside to make sure people aren't doing something nearby i don't know what they would have been doing but she was like no one was outside nothing was happening the building was just shaking that's crazy um and has said it like happened a, a few times since but it's not often that it happens but she said that first time locking up after it tore was one of the scariest things ever and i agree that just feels like an earthquake huh no yeah um but if it's like only you they also discussed that some people have found a death certificate for a woman named johanna who died in the building uh but they could not find it like the actual one i had no luck finding it and looking into it it seems like some people say it's real and some people say it's not Mm -hmm. but allegedly there is a death certificate from the time 
from a woman named Johanna. And the story might be a little different. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not have been a suicide. It might have, like, that might have been added on. But it does seem like she was a real person. Gotcha. At least. Um, I cannot confirm, though. I could not find the certificate. I looked. Um, (laughs) I looked. They also had a story that a caretaker named Carl Larson allegedly was exercised in the kitchen. Crazy. After he had felt he had been possessed by a demon in the building. Imagine casually being exercised in the kitchen they make jokes about that too why in the kitchen why (laughs) why not like i don't know anywhere else he didn't work in the kitchen (laughs) like he he worked in the basement though and but like the kitchen yeah (laughs) his like workspace was in the basement so a lot of people believed he was possessed from being down there so often he did he he lived in the apartment above the bar though Mm. so it's two stories he lived above the bar and worked below the bar which i thought was funny funny like Um, a little sandwich so the boys the buzzfeed unsolved boys love them they go up there they go up into the apartment and they it's just creepy because it's like run down a little bit nobody uses it so it's kind of just used for storage uh but one of the weird things one of the first weird things in the video too they they go up and they find what looks to be like a closet a storage closet it's got like two double doors okay like thin doors gotcha um and there's a stool in front of it and on the stool there is a paper that says danger keep out Ooh. no description uh so they're both like let's go in yeah hesitantly (laughs) uh they're kind of arguing like maybe it's you know not a ghost thing that it's danger for them to be in there uh so they're a little skeptical electrical thing so while they're arguing about it the door opens i would kill myself the two doors open and hit the stool i'm so melodramatic the first (laughs) thing that would happen i'd be i'm Corey. like we gotta go (laughs) like we gotta leave no that's a demon yeah no why they're talking about it the door you can watch it happens and they get closer and it like shifts again a little bit i would cry but the door the stool wasn't like right up against it and it let it creak open enough that it's like an inch gap between the two doors i would cry yeah it was scary Uh, (laughs) um they go in though and nothing else really happens uh shane gets excited there's like tapes in there oh and he goes and it's like songs though like recordings of like live stuff that had happened there or the tapes they would like put on if live stuff wasn't so he was like looking through the artist but that's all that really happens after that but then you just watch the door open and i like paused the video and i was like "Mm, no i hate i'm gonna finish eating my egg and then come back to this um i had eggs this morning too they also find a door in the basement with bullet holes, which I just think was cool. Nothing really happens with it, <laughs> but it's like proof of mob. It yeah, all sorts of stuff happened yeah. in this building, especially during that time. There was just like shootings that kind of yeah, get covered yeah. up because it's the mob. Uh, they also they go to the makeshift cell in the basement that I mentioned earlier. The mob used it during its long run here mm-hmm. as a makeshift prison cell. So if you right. upset the mob, you didn't pay them. They just lock you up in their own jail i mean pop off diy your own jail <laughs> they That's do the name of this week's and episode. they they sit in the cell the, the the boys they sit in the cell and they do the flashlight test yeah so i think we've talked about that on here mm-hmm. before because we've talked about it specifically in their videos before they do it a lot um 
but quick recap it's the flashlight you set it down and you put it like the switch right in the middle Mm -hmm. so like if it's one of the ones you have to turn you make it it's like right in between on and off Mm -hmm. um and you set it down and allow the ghost to manipulate it is what it is they don't have to turn it fully on or fully off it's on the middle so it's easier for them to manipulate Mm -hmm. uh the the Way to disprove this is that that happens normally if you can get it on the middle because when the light comes on, the metal heats up and causes it to turn off. And mm-hmm. when it cools down, the, the the metal reacts to that and lets it go back on. So it'll kind of shift itself at random. Yeah. Where people bring in the ghost part of it, though, is when you can consistently and repeatedly get it to answer to questions. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not turning off while you're in the middle of a sentence. The only time it's turning on and off is after you ask a question. Right. Or make a demand. So, uh, they start with it on, and it turns off, like, after a second of it sitting still. So, this is when they start asking questions. They don't even ask anything for the first little thing to happen. They set it down, it, it sits for a second, and it turns off. Okay. Pretty quickly. Uh, so, they start asking questions. Ryan also states at this time, he, like, clarifies the same thing I just did, that it it's only believable if it's quickly, if it happens quickly and reliably yeah. after questions. Uh, it can't Which be, makes like, sense. you can't wait 10 minutes after you ask a question to be like, oh, it finally turned off. That was them answering. Right. You know, it's it's after you finish talking. There might be some slight pause, but, you know, you can't wait yeah, five, ten minutes for things to happen, and it can't be doing it randomly. Uh, so, Shane asks, he does not ask, Shane demands, <laughs> he's like, turn it on if you want to hurt us, and it turns on instantly and very brightly. No. You know, sometimes it'll, like, flicker on. Yeah. It's instant. It's as bright as it will go on. And Ryan was kind of done. At that point. <laughs> no, I was supposed to say, that's when Ryan checked out. And then Shane just keeps, like, asking, like, you should follow Ryan. It's not questions. He's just, like, follow Ryan home. He lives in Los Angeles. <laughs> Trying oh to get Ryan haunted. It's pretty fun. But, yeah, they kind of wrap that up because Ryan gets spooked. Um, because Shane's doxing him to a demon. <laughs> um, <laughs> say it. And that's the name of this episode. Doxing to a demon. Uh, doxing you to a demon. Yeah, no, it, it's fun, though. But the, the the question they get out, they do get that answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't do it enough to, like, be like, it's definitely for reliably, sure. Reliably. Yeah. But, but it, it is. Was quickly. It was quickly. And it wasn't. It was right after he says it. Mm-hmm. He says it. Wait a second. It happens. Uh, and they do follow the demand. So that they even say in the video, like, it, this might be a case of it, but you can't say for sure. Um they also talk about reports from the basement, like stuff like growls gets heard, whispers, mm-hmm. scratches, thrown objects. They don't experience any of this, but they're like talking about it as they go through the basement. I also did find like articles mentioned a lot of that kind of stuff where people have gone. They do tours of the building and people say from time to time, you'll hear stuff when you go through the basement. People on the tour have heard stuff. Care Caretakers have heard stuff. Not fun. Um, so that's fun. It's always the basement. Um that's what she said so now i don't know why that's the that's what she said joke but it is ghost adventures has gone here a few times uh i'm gonna talk about some of the stuff they faced i did not watch all of the episodes i watched clips of the evidence gathered from the episodes not put out by them it was just on youtube um i did not have time to watch all of the episodes because they've gone like three times really um and their first episode season one first episode in 2008 is here you know they start this the series here didn't know that Uh, and they they come back 
a couple seasons later. Oh, wait, later. maybe I did know that. Like, it's like a, um, it's like a revisited. Yeah, they do a revisited to it. And the, according to them, their, their lockdown investigation that first night is one of the most violent they have encountered. And they admitted to, like, returning. It was one of the only places where they return and they're scared to return. It was one of the hardest for them to, like, commit to doing because just so much happens. No, I was going to say, which makes sense. Um, also, a great way to start a show. <laughs> so much happens in the, the, the first episode. Which, say it again. What show? Say Ghost Adventures. Okay, that's what was the question. I thought so. But, like, it was, there's, you know, there's Ghost Adventures, there's Ghost Hunters, there's yeah. Ghost Experience. Like, I didn't know which one it was. This is Zach Baggins. No, I was with Ghost to say. Adventures. Okay. I wanted to clarify. Um, He's so dramatic. No, he's Especially so fucking dramatic. Especially in the early, I say that in every season, so dramatic. He... Oh my god, what was the quote? I was cracking up and I had to tell my mom. He's like, when the ghost, like, we were here and we were scared and whatever. He's rambling about something. He's like, and the ghost followed us home and it got personal. I was dying laughing. No, he's so, and I was about to, the reason I wanted to clarify, just to make sure it was Ghost Adventures and not Ghost Hunters, was it's wildly regarded as, like, one of the scariest episodes is one of their revisited. But I don't remember which one. But it, it's the top of all of the the scariest episodes. This one, lists. this one's up there. I know yeah. for sure. I don't, because it's like I I don't remember what was the thing, but in one of the revisited, don't they have to call the police or an ambulance or something? Like someone gets hurt. This one they don't. Um, the one I talked about on here, they they go to, the DeSoto Hotel. Was that what it was called? Yeah. But they had to call the police because one of yeah. them wanders around the cemetery alone. Oh, no, that was funny. This one, they have a they have a bishop come. They don't have the police come. Okay, maybe I'm just getting it I confused. Saw. I, I did also... Ghost again, Adventures gets hard sometimes. They do have to contact people. No, literally. Um, And we've talked about that before with, like, Sam and Colby, though. Like, sometimes you don't know if it's real people that no, are yeah. after you, especially when you're in the middle of nowhere, in the woods. You don't know, or if you're going into abandoned buildings, there could be people staying yeah. there. You know, you don't know what you're going into in a lot of these situations. Yeah, and if someone gets hurt, like, it can be legitimately hurt. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, ghost for, like, the roof to, co- like, cave in yeah. or something dangerous. Or you're... Doesn't yeah. Colby fall in one of theirs? Like, he falls through a floor, doesn't he? Sam, I know, does and hurts oh, his ankle. that was it. They're in, like, an abandoned barn. Those silly, goofy boys... Did you see them? They go went to Coachella. I reposted Kobe's outfits. Sam's were bad. I was really upset. Sam's not the most fashionable. No, Katrina looked great. Always. <laughs> Sam did not. <laughs> I'll show you after. He doesn't look bad, but like I think they matched for a day. I think they all wore pink. And Colby looked so good. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to see. Like, Colby Brock looks really good right now. And Sam looked goofy. I enjoyed the shining outfits. <laughs> I'm going to send it in the Discord. Dresses. I'm going to send it in the Discord right now. But yeah, okay. So, according to them, this is some of the scariest stuff that happens to them. Uh, part of the reason they return is because of scary. Uh, also, just to kind of, like, revisit it, because it is their first episode. Mm-hmm. We've talked about redoing our first episodes already. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things. Uh, they had, like, kind of right off the bat, equipment knocked over, people pushed and pulled. One of them, I don't know which one, they got really bad scratches down their back that oh. just appears while they're in the basement. It's three, which three is always an issue. 
long scratches down their back and they lift their shirt up it's not like it's like the scratches on my legs right now like it, it's not just like deep yeah it, it, they're not bleeding but they're Prominent? i mean they they're 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 bleeding but they're not dripping blood uh-huh. um it's not like sometimes people will get scratched in the videos and it just seems like something was dragged across like the skin isn't broken yeah skin was broken like it's scratches um and that was pretty freaky mm-hmm. uh they also had stuff follow them home like i said uh and one of them aaron had pots being moved around and like cry. a sink being turned on in the kitchen to Hate the point that. where he thought someone broke into his house oh shit. and was ready to call the cops those but, are the real ones if you're yeah. so scared you're about to call the police i believe you yeah no when you're when you're worried that someone's in your house or like the same colby where they're worried someone got into their hotel room they're like no like put the cameras away we might be in serious danger here someone can be in the hotel room i love those boys i'm gonna watch some now (laughs) i cannot wait until we're famous they they also want to stay for dinner and watch sam and colby i will yes yeah yeah i'd be down i can't go too late because i have to get home tonight (laughs) did i ask if you had to get home tonight Uh, did i ask if i (laughs) (laughs) cry about it i couldn't think of anything uh but yeah they pull out the spirit box and they get some great responses here it was really fun to listen to Mm -hmm. sometimes when people use spirit boxes we've talked about this too is that you hear nothing yeah and they'll be like i heard this and you'll be like okay i could kind of hear this no it's so clear no yeah in this episode you don't have to like rewind it they do replay it after they're like we think it says this but like before they said what they thought they heard you i heard the same thing like it's crystal clear um Please listen to the clips. It's, mm-hmm. like, really cool to hear what it is. Uh, they One of the first things they ask, though, is why isn't it talking much? They kind of, like, got initial responses and it went quiet. And they asked, like, why it stops talking. And it says bad memories. <gasps> they ask what those bad memories are to which it says, I killed Pearl Bryan. No. <laughs> You're fucking with me. No. This is fake. This is fake. I've never seen this. This is fake. No. No. It's no! just clear as day. I killed Pearl Bryan. Yucky, 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 yucky. Um, the name is a little less clear than the I killed. That's clear <laughs> as day. Like, you can't hear it as anything else. But they, like, start gasping when the name is said. So it kind of gets lost in their gaps. But before they even said that it sounded like Pearl Bryan, I was like, did he just say that? <laughs> did the spirit box just say that? Did he really just admit? When's the statute of limitations up? Because <laughs> this man... Can I put a ghost in jail? Uh, yeah. So it's pretty straightforward. This week's episode, it just sounds like her name. Like you can't be like, "Mm, it's kind of her name. It's just her name. It's really scary. Uh, the bishop, the the bishop, (laughs) the spirit box also calls out the bishop by name at one point. No. Uh, it was Bishop Long, and it says Bishop Long. That one was a different voice than the first one answering though, which they don't point out, but I thought was interesting. Um. Was it obviously more, like, male or feminine? Yeah, the first one was male, and the second one was female. Or much higher pitch, at least. Huh. (laughs) Huh. Interesting. Uh, They have to stop recording at one point because the bishop is worried that the demon is trying to possess Zack. (laughs) I hate Zack. As a concept, as a person, this man, I I can't tell if he's just dramatic or if he really just is that prone to possession. It happens a lot. No, and he literally, he's like, I feel weird. He starts saying, and they, 
the bishop had a book have you ever seen like the spirit right it happens the same with colby actually when the the medium they yeah. were with that was annoying um she she just starts writing in the book yeah because you can like have stuff written through you he has one of those books so mm-hmm. like he sets it in front of zach but we don't know if anything got written or because they they shut the cameras off because the bishop was like this is serious you know this man might need to be exercised let's focus up here group <laughs> and i would pay good money to be there I, to be a fly on the wall during that when the bishop is like yeah no we're done for a minute no he's like telling he's like consoling zach and he is um kind of like hey just like come sit down if you're feeling lightheaded and he they had talked about it earlier before mm-hmm. they had gone in the room and they put the book on a table somewhere and they're like what's that for and he's like if anyone gets possessed someone has to grab this book and put it in front of them you know that might be a way we can communicate with them so we'll just leave it here we're not going to carry it around with us but if something starts happening someone come grab the book and he's like getting zach to sit down and he looks over at aaron who i think hold i think it's aaron it's whoever's behind the camera at the moment and he looks over at him and he just mouths he doesn't say it out loud but he goes get the book but just like mouth silent yeah emily did it for me yeah I don't know how to describe it. No, you did great. You did great. You you mouthed it. The the podcast heard some pops. Yeah. And then you decided to tell them what you mouthed, which was, in fact, get the book. It's an art form, guys. No, yeah, really. Hold your applause. <laughs> we're creating a soundscape here. Yeah, though. So, in, so guy with camera, I think, is Aaron at the time. I'm pretty sure it was Aaron, yeah. Uh, and and he, he grabs the book and brings it back, and the, the bishop starts saying, like, I think we need to turn the cameras off. Like get serious um so that was fun and then the cameras go off and again the cameras don't come back on when they're leaving Mm -hmm. but they're talking about like you know they'll do like reflections at the end and during that they're talking about and they're like aaron would you like to share your experience when you and the bishop were kind of like getting everything together to go uh and aaron says that when the bishop was blessing things before they started leaving there is clips of him he's like has sage and doing Mm -hmm. like saying a prayer while he's spreading the sage and doing certain stuff according to aaron he gets really aaron not the bishop aaron gets really un unrationally angry at Mm. the bishop and like excuses himself he's like i gotta get out the building and doesn't tell the bishop like right there that i'm about to kill you but like while he's standing there and the bishop's doing the sage he said like got like heated mad at yeah. this guy and was like not at the situation at him no yeah at the guy who at was a great he had guy the forethought to excuse himself and he had to walk out yeah had to like he'd be like I, like i gotta go i gotta go i gotta get out of here which that's just crazy gotta go fast to like realize you're starting to have these unintentional thoughts yeah unintentional that's it no yeah that word sounded fake when i said unintentional it. or like even just irrational yeah it, like you it, cannot explain it but i am having yeah and thoughts. he he like realizes it before anything happens though he's like oh my gosh mm-hmm. where what is happening i i would hate that feeling no yeah i don't think i've ever experienced something like that where you it feels like your thoughts aren't yours yeah where you like get angry i mean i've like you know everyone gets upset and you'll have stuff yeah. like that happen where you'll like ramble to yourself but anger it seems terrifying There's to like start like, wanting to murder someone out of nowhere imagine having feelings and like deep down knowing that they aren't yours yeah like you're not mad at that guy like and, uh, imagine knowing that that's awful to me uh that's I, so scary i wanted to kind of to end on this is not an experience. This is kind of going back to the theory. I kind of left some of them at loose ends. Okay. And also now knowing that the ghost of Scott 
said I killed Pearl Bryan. Hilarious. Uh, I wanted to end on like tying up those theories. I think they're you fun. You gave the ghost a name? Yeah, Scott. Okay. That was one of the killers. I say it in here. I don't okay. know why. At first I was like, oh, they're just random people who showed up. So I didn't give them names because it was no it's fine they didn't i just come back just up said the ghost of scott and i was like oh her killer excuse me i, was I like, spoiled my oh. own notes so i was like no it has pearl the headless woman we've been talking about haunts the building cool even though she died in a field gotcha not even nearby okay it's two and a half miles away okay near enough by but near enough kind of awkwardly far uh, and they they never found her head also we know that the the killers may have been Satanists. That was a theory. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them, his name, Scott, now I say it for real, <gasps> is much more than a theory. And there's, like, even clippings from the time, like, suspecting that he was part of a cult in oh the area. A Satanist cult in the area. Uh, t- like, reporting on him after he had killed her. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, we found the men. These are more about them. You know, there's, like, time period information, you know, like, mm-hmm. that that suggest that this man was part of a cult uh and this cult met in an abandoned building near the field Mm. which just so happened to used to be a slaughterhouse Mm. (laughs) that that just so happened to be abandoned now and where this cult meets and later became bobby mackey's uh and remember i said that plot thickens (laughs) after it closed there were rituals in the basement of this building uh and the dates line up that this was an abandoned building where rituals were happening when this man was part of a cult in the area that was theorized to be in the building at times. Spooky. Uh, specifically in the basement with a drain used to dispose of bodies. Mm. <laughs> uh, and there it is. So many people believe Scott threw her head down the, the slaughterhouse drain and Bobby McK- Mackey's. I mm-hmm. keep wanting to say McKay. Mm. Bobby Mackey's. The drain down there, they think he threw it. And that's why she haunts that building instead of the field. Which would make sense. Um, some people also theorize that he killed her specifically to use her head in these rituals. Like, he was that much of a part hmm. of the cult. I feel like I've um, heard that. I feel like I've heard that. That's so like it was on purpose. I thought that was crazy. Kind of ties it all up, too. Mm-hmm. Like, why she would haunt the building. But, like, it all lines up that he was during the time suspected to be part of this cult that just so happened to meet in that building that just so happened to have a drain to dispose of if there's no such thing as coincidences yeah it all kind of lines up into a neat little bow and then he admits it on a spirit box for ghost adventures can we put a ghost in jail there's a fake cell down there what if we fix it up and just kind of lock him away in his fake cell what how how would we keep him there salt or is that just for demons I want to. I want to learn more of that. Like yeah. demonology. What's Can we a, we've talked about it before. Ghost, poltergeist, demon. Mm-hmm. I want to know like what applies to what now. We we did our first lesson. Yeah. Now it's paranormal two hundred one. Ah. We got to learn what what belongs to what. But we, yeah, that's Bobby Mackey's. When we make merch, I would very much like to make a degree plan. Yeah. <laughs> For paranormal one hundred one. Um. The, we talked about calling it um university yeah. morbid and mundane i would like to make merch that looks like college memorabilia and then also make a degree plan yeah like course work and stuff yeah. like that 
You know, there's I'm stuff down. on, like, you can find Harry Potter coursework. Yeah, I love that kind yeah. of stuff. I like, <laughs> when we're big into Supernatural, I always wanted the book. Yeah. People, like, people have made recreations of it, and they also sold one that wasn't mm-hmm. that great, from what I remember reading on, I never had one. I never understand why they go half-assed with those. The Gravity Falls one slaps. No, yeah. I have the Gravity Falls book three. Mm-hmm. That thing is so cool. Because a lot of them are pages straight from the show. You have the exact copies. And some of them are new stuff added in. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And you see, like, Dipper's notes. Not all of them shown in the show. There's stuff that works under blacklight. That's Like, in the show. There's stuff written by Mabel. Paper replicas are easily the best. Yeah, no. It's one of the coolest things I own, I think, is that that Mm -hmm. Gravity Falls book. I know that JKR is not... A good person yeah i know that um i was a child yes when I, when I when i got a lot of my harry potter merchandise separate the art from the artist but like my favorite thing in the world used to be harry potter paper replicas like yeah. you can get um barnes and noble sells them i'm gonna get it one day where it has um it's like a an artifact box and it's like sirius's letter to harry yeah and like all that shit it's so fucking cool why would they skimp out on supernatural Y'all had the perfect opportunity. That was the coolest because they have like clippings added yeah. in and like paper stuffed in by different people. That thing looks so cool. And you could sell it for so much money. Have you seen that book? Um, I think it's because it was teenage girls obsessed with it. Yeah. That they were trying to make it like more, you know, they had to make it cheap to make it more affordable for the Stupid. fan base. Stupid. I would have given arm for oh, the yeah. real thing. But the, um, I forget what it's called. Something, my brain is saying Sea of Theseus. And that might be right. That book with the big S on the front. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's a book. And I it, heard Sea um, of Thieves at first. Now there's I'm a it's pirates. There's a um it's popular. It's like a but it's like a really expensive book. I was looking at it, it's like seventy bucks. Yeah. I, I know. What and you're it comes in a sleeve because there's clippings in it. And there's pieces of paper and there's notes and stuff because it's like there's a mystery in and the mystery. Yeah. And there's that book that only so many people have solved. Oh, my God. I want to do it so bad, but I know it would drive me insane. Oh, my God. It's written out of order. And yeah. there's multiple narrators, which is something I think a lot of people forget. I think it's so cool. Like, I saw one girl on TikTok who was trying to... Or maybe... I've seen multiple people try to solve it, so the wires are getting kind of crossed. But somebody was like, oh, I think I think this is our main character um based on how they're referred to and all of the comments were like oh bro you're in for a really rude awakening if you think there's a main character yeah because it's written from multiple perspectives about different things yeah yeah it's i want to do it one day i i want to know i want a murder board in my room like the red yarn multiple people are doing that yeah it's crazy because it's like on top of that based on how you put the order it's different murderers different victims and yeah it's weird I, I love those. I want to do puzzle books. Like, the one you were talking about where you, you have to, like, piece it all together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Someone buy me one. <laughs> no, yeah. I bet my brain would explode, but I'd have fun doing it. I'd, yeah, I'd try. I'd give it my all. Yeah. I would put effort into it. Like, I would not go half-assed. We are two hours and 58 minutes into this episode. Buy a podcast. <laughs> I think some of it is a bathroom break that we have to cut out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did um, have a long Johnny Depp ramble in there. 
But you know, that's just extra content for y'all, baby. <laughs> um, our first negative iTunes review said we talked too much, and that I'm talking more now. I've never felt so seen. I've ne- yeah, I've never felt more alive. No, yeah. I'm um, glad you think I talk too much. But seriously, follow us on everything. Um, we have a Google Drive where we post pictures from every episode about two months late. <laughs> so I'm saying, you have better luck texting us for it. No. I mean, Discording. Dude, Discord texting. is popping right now. We're having a great time. Um, But seriously, our Discord is fantastic. We have a great time in there. I was texting them literally like during the recording i sent them the picture of sam and colby um we're talking right before of like if the kool-aid man was in D, and john literally sent us the like spec sheet for us john is fucking a fantastic addition i hope he listens this far this man needs to know that i sing his praises at any given opportunity oh yeah um john is my platonic soulmate i'm obsessed with him we've been friends for forever he's fantastic follow him on everything also he's great um but seriously, we have a Google Drive that's also linked in our Discord. Our Discord is also really pretty, and I put a lot of effort into it's it. so fun. You get to vote on the titles. The title voting. I stopped including the alternative titles in the um the dis- in the episode descriptions. You only know if... It also gives you, like, hints of what's coming up. That. It's so fun. Um, Yeah. No, listen. Seriously. Like, listen to us. Join the Discord. Follow us on Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. TikTok's kind of dry right now, but I'm going to fix it. It's just school. Yeah. Y'all, we're... (laughs) We try so hard. (laughs) But there's only so much time in a day. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the next episodes are going to be fun. Um, I know that this episode comes out during the time where we're skipping every other week. Yeah. Um, I might add a disclaimer um, before these, but we'll see. Like in post post production, mm-hmm. add a little. By the way, we're skipping every other week because Emily is currently catching blah, blah, blah. prairie dogs. Oh, maybe that would be fun if I included, like, what Emily is doing this week because she's not recording the podcast. <laughs> Did Emily little, die yet? We get in a little desert of Arizona. Or you could send me. Um, what a if voice I die? Memo. Don't say that. What What if you have to like solve the? You go crazy, but like use the podcast to solve the crime. Obviously, if I die in the desert, it would be a crime. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I will do that. If I if I don't make it, I need you to be, like, one of those people who go crazy, but then actually solve the crime before the police do. Weren't we going to make an ARG about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think that you should send me a voice memo, like, every two weeks or something. On oh. Just on your iPhone. That's just, like... Oh, you could put it at the end. Or even in the beginning, it's like, hi, podcast. Sorry, I'm not there, but here's what I've done this week. Oh, yeah, it could be our, our mundane in the beginning. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> good night, podcast. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. No. Bye. Ba-da-da-da-dum. <laughs>